This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, October 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Governor Phil Murphy declared a state of emergency in New Jersey due to a nor'easter that's expected to impact the region over the next 24 hours. The state of emergency went into effect 8 p.m. for all 21 counties in the Garden State. This will allow resources to be deployed throughout the state during the duration of the storm. The anticipated nor'easter storm is forecasted to bring significant flash flooding, coastal flooding, and wind gusts across New Jersey, uh, Murphy said yesterday afternoon. Residents should stay off of the roads, remain vigilant, and follow all safety protocols. Mm. Six ABC meteorologist Cecily Tiden says a flash flood watch went into effect Monday night and will last until Tuesday afternoon for Burlington, Ocean, Mercer, Cape May, and Atlantic counties. The heavy rain will continue uh, and bringing a threat for localized flooding, especially over coastal and eastern New Jersey. There may be a period where the rain eases up sometime today, but uh, they're saying it will kick back in and will rain through Tuesday afternoon. Police in Boise, Idaho, said Monday that two people were killed and four people, including a police officer, were injured in a shooting at a shopping mall. They said one person is in custody. The shooting took place at about 1.50 at the Boise Town Square shopping mall located in Idaho's largest city. It's the largest uh, shopping mall in that city as well. Police in, on Twitter said that they were working their way through each business at the mall. They believed that there was only one shooter and that no additional threats remained. At a news conference, authorities said officers exchanged gunfire with the suspect. The majority of the mall was cleared, but police we're still looking for any additional victims. Police didn't release any information about the victims or the suspects, saying that the investigation is ongoing. A New York woman is suing the Kellogg Company over the fruit filling in the Pop-Tarts. Elizabeth Russert of Dutchess County, New York, filed the lawsuit against the company last week. According to the lawsuit, the advertising on the boxes for Kellogg's strawberry Pop-Tarts are misleading because the filling uses less strawberries than expected. The complainant says the pastry contains more pears and apples than it does strawberries. The lawsuit calls for a jury trial and ask for over $5 million in damages. Ooh, a jury trial. Wow. Jury trial. I, I like the uh, strawberry Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I, I never was under the misapprehension that it was anything yeah. close to strawberry. Right. Yeah. yeah. But whatever, whatever paste they, they put together tasted pretty good. I saw this article last week. They've, they've been sued for stuff like yeah. this before. But yeah. it's just a... You are you really going for Oh, the, uh, I run some real strawberries. Let me go to a Pop-Tart. Right. Well, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah so, I, so I was actually thinking about this because I heard when she initially filed, I, I heard the story and I thought Okay, like, not that I would sue for $5 million, but if you're calling it a strawberry Pop-Tart and there are not strawberries in it or there's apples and pears, why would you call it strawberry? But then when I was reading the story this morning, I'm thinking, well, if it tastes like strawberry, then so what? However they make that strawberry flavor, like strawberry, that's up to them. They're not claiming that it's fresh strawberries. They're just saying it's strawberry flavor. Strawberry like There might be a battle over what does a strawberry flavor Oh, my God. (laughs) What makes a strawberry actually taste like a strawberry? What does a strawberry taste like to you? She's suing for $5 million. Like, for Mm. what? Sure. For money. Exactly. Well, I know, but like, you know what I mean? There was no like damages. You weren't like traumatized. How do you know? It didn't taste like How do you know she doesn't wake up every morning screaming? Yeah. I was just trying to make sense of it yeah. all. Mm-hmm. The lawyers were, and there were, like you said, this is not the first time. So the lawyers representing this case are also representing an Illinois woman who sued the company in August for a similar claim. See, that's what happens. Wow. You got these frivolous lawsuits. I always thought strawberry tasted pretty good. My favorite, though, of the fruit uh, fillings, blueberry. Oh, by far. Yes. Same. same Come word. on. The Kellogg. The Kellogg Company has not commented on any of the lawsuits. In sports this morning. Hey! 
Last night in Monday Night Football, the New Orleans Saints beat the Seahawks, winning 13-10 in Seattle. The Seahawks fell to 2-5 on the season and dropped their third straight game. The Jets are acquiring veteran quarterback Joe Flacco from a trade with the Eagles. The Jets sent Philadelphia a 2022 sixth-round draft pick that can become a fifth-rounder based on playing time. Flacco, a former Super Bowl MVP with the Ravens, is now embarking on his second stint with the Jets. He played last season in New York and saw action in five games. The Sixers are on the road tonight with game in Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. Tip-off in the Big Apple is scheduled for 7.30. The World Series begins tonight with the Atlanta Braves traveling to Houston to play the Astros. Charlie Morton will get the start for the Braves while Framber Valdez will pitch for the Astros. <laughs> the first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock and the Flyers are off until tomorrow night when they'll open up their first road trip of the season with a game in Edmonton against the Oilers. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Welcome, friends, to Tuesday morning. Welcome back, uh, Casey Boy, uh, from his little sojourn over the weekend. Maybe we'll get a story or two from that. Went out west, and uh, now he's back here in the rainy northeast. You, yeah. You're still going to be in the lead, no matter what. If we recount our past couple days' stories, you're still the champ. <laughs> Who, me? You. We, oh, we, yeah. We played that, was... that whole thing this morning. What a, what a blast, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you. Um, okay, now. Uh, yeah, better. Feeling better, but, uh, you know, still nervous about uh, that happening again. But nonetheless, it not doesn't about matter. Me. Not Stop about me it. today. It's about you, dear friend. Uh, we want to entertain you as you make your way into work this morning. We have uh, some stuff to give away. Today's a Tuesday. That means we have a chance for you to win some free ink. The press and Steve tattoo that you've been longing for could be yours wow. from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. It's a $350 gift certificate, so just text the word tattoo to 39333. You will be in the running for it, and we will give that away uh, by the end of the show today. Uh, we're getting ourselves ready for Camp Out for Hunger, now less than a week away, officially. In fact, they've started putting stuff together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, near Xfinity Live, where we will be in the Wells Fargo Center complex. It's so. it's a military operation, and if you've never been down, uh, if you come down this year, you're going to see sort of a modified version yeah. as we work our way back. But the modified version is still sprawling. Yes, it is. It's a little smaller than the ones we've done in the past as we kind of eke our way back towards normalcy. Uh, and we'll, we'll have a you know, smaller crowd. We're not going to have live music this year, but we're, we're working our way back. Baby Steps last year was teeny tiny and just us and people driving through only. Now we'll allow some people to be in attendance. Uh, probably have, you know, to wear a mask, and, and we'll try to filter people in and out as we move along. Just try to keep everybody safe. If last year was the baby elephant walk, this year will be walking on sunshine. Oh, yeah. I like yeah. walking like on that? sunshine. It always feels uh-huh. good, doesn't it? Don't it feel good? Uh, yes. And so you can be a part of it, and uh, it is less than a week away, and you can even start to contribute now with Acme if you would like to do that. But just, you know, <laughs> when you come in through the doors at Acme, like kick the door open yeah. Yeah. and kind of do a little strut as you're walking in. Thinking of this song. That's right. All the people you're going to feed. And while you're checking out, you can make a donation to Camp Out for Hunger to get started. And uh, things are going well with that, which is wonderful. So, all right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. And uh, we have those entertainment stories that we always begin with, as well as a stupid question to give some things to you. We won't be going long. Hang in there. We'll be right back. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, let's ask a stupid question and give some stuff away. Uh, we have a chance to win $50 in Emerald 8's scratch-off tickets from the New Jersey Lottery. Uh, the question I will ask this morning is, what is the most common element in the air? Uh-huh. Uh, in our atmosphere, 215-263-W. In the air. That is correct. What is the most common element in the air? <laughs> <laughs> Call now, and uh, we'll go through some birthdays in the air. <laughs> There's, it reminded me of a, uh, of, a, of a blooper from It's Always Sunny Preston, where Glenn comes in and asks Charlie, goes, how are you holding up? And, and Charlie goes, how... How do you hold up? <laughs> How do you hold up? Uh, let's go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer today, Tuesday, October 26th. Uh, Keith Urban, the country music star, husband of Nicole Kidman. Is 54 years old today. Super talented. I, I had no idea how talented he was. And then one performance in particular, he did the um, first song in the Bee Gees tribute press. And I know Bill hates when you talk about the Bee Gees. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, was he good. He's, he's re- and he's a talented. He can shred. He's yeah. a good guitar player. Yeah, he can and play. He, he was an alcoholic, right? And, oh, and yes. Went into rehab. And he says Nicole uh, Kidman basically helped him get through it and get him on the other side. Wait, Bill doesn't like it when we talk about the BJs? BJs? <laughs> BJs. No, he loves He's it when we talk about BJs. It's the BJs. It's a strong start for the day. <laughs> he prefers <laughs> anal, but BGs. Prefer you talk about butt stuff, but oh my God. if you've got to talk about mouth stuff. Dude, why did nobody ever do that? A parody group called BJs. 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 BGs. That writes it. Really the right sound there. you make is what you make when right? you're getting a BJ. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. Uh-huh. All right. Well, you're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so for years, Steve and I have talked about how much we like the Bee Gees music. And before, yeah. like that documentary that came out last year, and everybody was like, oh, my God, the Bee Gees are great. <laughs> no, the Bee Gees are great. We were always kind of touting it, and they were always known as the, you know, the disco yes, group, yes. Yes. kind of a, a throwaway yeah. thing. And Steve and I... We knew the genius we, of their songwriting. We, held, we were holding up the, yeah. the fight, Preston. <laughs> totally. And Bill didn't like that. No, he didn't. He never did. He was, he was always kind of like bristled at it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Connor was wearing a Foo Fighter shirt the other day with them dressed as the Bee Gees, yes. and on the back it says "Satin Rules." I thought it said "Satan Rules." I'm like, why does it say "Satan Rules" on the back of your shirt? <laughs> Press it's "Satin Rules." Oh, okay. Jive BJ's. The Bee Gees. BJ's. All right, anyhow, uh, we're moving on. It's Keith Urban's birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's very talented, Preston. He is very talented. Big fan of the Bee Gees. Also celebrating birthday today is Hillary Rodham Clinton. She is 74 years old. Uh, then you have Dylan McDermott of uh, American Horror Story and The Practice. He is 60 years old today. He was involved with uh, Julia Roberts for the longest time. When they, they they were both in the movie Steel Magnolias. Was right? he in that movie? Yeah, Dylan McDermott. Did he play the, he play the husband? Time. Yeah, I think. Okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He was in In the Line of Fire, which is now on Netflix, and I've watched it a couple times. That's that's always that's yeah. one of my favorite movies. It's very it's funny. A, it's a really no, it's oh, not it's, funny oh, that's right. yeah, yeah, at yeah. all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, then you have uh, Jacqueline Smith. Oh, 
She was my favorite angel. Uh, she was my favorite angel, too, Steve. I mean, you know, Farah had the spotlight. But and the nips. Jacqueline Smith was a stunning woman. Yes, and, and continues to be. She turns uh, 76 years old today. And remember her line at Kmart. Oh, my god. Absolutely. Goodness. That's all I bought for the mm-hmm. longest time until people said, you look weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's also Pat Sajak's birthday today. I have a... Um, over the past couple of years, a newfound or reappreciation of Pat Sajak. Me too. Yeah. Because I, I, I avoided for the longest time going from Jeopardy right into Wheel of Fortune, but I do now all the time. You know what I like about him, Steve, is that um, he has these little subtle things yes. that he does to help contestants. Absolutely. And, and he wants them to win money. It's a, Obviously, it's a very different game than Jeopardy, but uh, you notice it, and, and he's a really encouraging host, but he's also a great host. He keeps well, you moving forward really thing, well. Nick, and, and you'll remember this, uh, there was, and I've seen it happen a couple times, so he's got to lay down the Pat Sajak Wheel of Fortune law <laughs> when they have those crossword puzzles where you have to see oh exactly as it is. Yeah, it make me a nervous. woman said, and the last clue yeah. said, sorry, <gasps> yeah. didn't win. Oh. Screwed he does it, up. it And listen, Pat is, he's smooth. He doesn't make Super mistakes. Super smooth. He's, he, it's, yeah. it's harder than it looks yes. being a game show host, and he knows how to do it. He's 75 years old today. Carrie Elways, the actor, Princess Bride, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Twister, Liar, Liar, all those movies. Saw. Personally apologized to us for uh, screwing up an interview we were supposed to have. Well, he also, all right, so he's supposed to be coming back to town. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, November 13th. I'm on it. So um, he remembers that apology. <laughs> and and he, he screwed up. And he yeah. was supposed to come on. He did not. And so, um, yeah, Case, I've been uh, chatting with the people at the Merriam Theater. He's going to be doing um, uh, an the, evening with an evening with oh, that was, was watching little... the Princess Bride. Perfect. And in fact, the title of it is The Princess Bride, An Inconceivable Evening <laughs> with Carrie Elways. And so he'll do a Q&A, so we will talk to Carrie Elways in the very near nice. future. He's 59 today. Steve, it's Rita Wilson's Ah, Rita today. Wilson. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hey. Such a sweetheart. A perfect course, a perfect way for Tom Hanks. <laughs> and she makes incredible couscous press, but she's uh, she's got it all. She really does. See the dancer, actress. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. She, she's a favorite of Regis. Uh, one day I'd like to record her having sex with Tom <laughs> oh, Wow. What, no. Really, one well, day? Well, you have the, the, the other situation. You had Hulk Hogan basically, uh, you know, just going gorilla on that other woman. I'd mm-hmm. like to see real love at, at play here. Real, real love. affection, real tenderness. That'd be nice. Going gorilla? What? I, I <laughs> just let him go. I love it. Hulk's a big guy. And he has a, he apparently is. his junk is like the size of five Coke cans. Yeah, and his uh, his shoulders are really big. Oh, so he's he could got go a broad gorilla. back and his oh. haunch. He gets up on his haunches and yeah. <laughs> Mm. It's it's like you're you're with Sigourney Weaver in the deep jungle. <laughs> the gorillas of the misdirect. What was the the name of the movie where she and Tom met? It was uh, where he was rich and joins the Peace Corps because yes. he has to get out of town. Volunteers? Yeah, it's volunteers. Is it volunteers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and that's where they met, and they they and took it was, off. It was love at first sight, for what I said. And and they have been uh, they they have they have stayed fast with each they other. They were both at the craft services table, and they, their heads reached out for the same glazed donut, and the rest is history. Oh my goodness, that's so beautiful. Uh, well, Rita is uh, 65, and I always had it. She's she's very milfy. She does have a milk quality. Big she time. looks really good in uh, that thing you do. She does as yeah. the sexy waitress. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Lauren uh, and Steve. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Tuez. Lauren Tweez. Is it Tweez? Yes. Us, uh, us boaters, as we're known. <laughs> the love boat fan base. You're a boater? <laughs> <laughs> Julie is who she played. Yeah. Uh, wow, she's 68 years old today. So she was, she was the cruise director. Yes, she had to leave for a while because she had a coke addiction, but then later returned. And then, Preston, you remember, 
She was in that made-for-TV movie about the Dallas Cowgirl cheerleaders okay. with uh, Burt Convy. There was, when we worked at WDRE, <laughs> there was a band that had a song, and I can't remember them, but it was called Through the Eyes of Julie. Uh, and it was about her. It was about seeing life through the eyes of, of Julie McCoy. Julie McCoy. Wow. And she was actually in the music video. And I can't remember the the name of the band. It was that, I don't even know if that really wasn't even a hit. But Nick, if you could look that up, uh, the song "Through the Eyes of Julie," I'd love to remember who, that, find out who. So that the was. character of Julie McCoy, actually, that that whole series was based on a book called uh, "Confessions from the Love Boat" or something like that. And it was written by the cruise director, so Julie McCoy was that main character. All right, the I band, submit to you. The band was called Van Gogh's Daughter. Yeah, I don't remember anything from that group other <laughs> than that. So happy birthday to, uh, how do you say her last name again? Tweez. Tweez. It's T-E-W-E-S. I know. She was on Coke at the time. Uh, <laughs> wow, when she was born? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Natalie Merchant, 10,000 Maniacs. Always real. I remember the, the first song I heard from 10,000 Maniacs was Like the Weather. Yeah. And I saw her. I thought she was really cute. And I thought Absolutely. she had a really unique uh, voice. And and I'm like, this music is really good. I think of her and I think of that uh, sort of uh, Lilith Fair section of alt-rock at that time. Very much so. And yeah. uh, I, lo- I thought the band was really solid. Uh, I remember, yeah, so that was Carnival, I think. Was that the, that song, Casey? Or Yeah, that was Carnival. Carnival's a good song. And uh, Wonder is a great song from her in her solo career. But she had some good stuff with 10,000 Maniacs. Uh, she is 58 today. Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Great. Creator of uh, Family Guy, American Dad, the Ted, the Ted movies, all that stuff, and uh, singer, the the, uh, the Orville, right? Uh, the Orville. Oh yeah. yeah. Well. Did that? Is that going anywhere? That is on Hulu, I believe. It's still continuing. Um, I don't know if it's if they have another season in them, but th- that was a, a hit for a while. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I need a sip of coffee. <laughs> uh, Seth is forty eight today. You're doing like they do on the TV talk shows in the morning, where take they a pause. You take a big sip. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let me take it. Oh God! Gosh, that's good. Ah, so that. last night I was out at the at the Wilson's house, and Rita made some <laughs> oh wonderful God. kebabs. Goo! Yeah, oh yeah. You know, in England they say kebabs. They do. Did you, you know that? Yeah. That's why we left that backwards country. Yeah, kebabs. Kebabs. Mm-hmm. I think the slurping of the coffee is just as terrible as the chewing. Really? Oh, wow. for, me, for me, for me. Yeah. Okay. Like to hear it, I'm like. Are you sure? Like, all right, so hang on. What if it's a woman and she's in like a, like a knit turtleneck and it's like all the way up oh, to her chin and she's, and she's she's cupping the cup with, like with, both, with hands. both hands no. and she's kind of like sitting like Stop a crisscross it. applesauce on a couch and then she sniffs it first she and then fuzzy she, socks yeah, on. Yeah, fuzzy socks. <laughs> and then she sn- uh, sips it like so that. So did all that explanation sell no. to you? No, I mean, no, I get it. I know it. what you're talking about, but no. No? All right. <laughs> all right well, it's uh, John Heater's birthday today. The <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, and uh, Blades of Glory. He's very funny. You know what he looks like? If you mi- look at him the way he looks at Blades of Glory and Machine Gun Kelly, they're, they look almost exactly alike. Oh, really? Because he's wearing this white sort of, or maybe it was his own hair, but he looks like Machine Gun Kelly and Blades of Glory. Fun fact. Uh, so he is 44 today. And then last birthday is Bootsy Collins of P-Funk fame. Parliament Funkadelic. That was originally going to be my radio name. <laughs> it was going to be your wife? Bucci Morrison. Bucci Morrison. <laughs> uh, but it was taken. Yeah. yeah. It would have been. It would have seemed cheap if you would have done that. Uh, he is uh, 70 years old today. All right. We'll see if somebody knows the answer to the super question this morning. What's the most common element in the air? That is what we're looking for. 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Sarah. Sarah. Hi, Sarah. 
Oh, I'm getting serenaded. Yes, we wanted to make someone feel very special today. What is the most common element in the air, Sarah? Nitrogen. She's right. Yeah, of course. Hold on a moment, Sarah. You got yourself $50 in Emerald 8 scratch-off tickets from the New Jersey Lottery. And you can play today because anything can happen in Jersey. All right, a few stories to get to. Uh, let's begin with the big one. New details emerged that Alec Baldwin was uh, practicing drawing a gun on the set of the film Rust when the revolver discharged and killed cinematographer uh, Helena Hutchins and uh, injured director Joel Sousa. Uh, an affidavit submitted to the New Mexico court was obtained by People.com. In it, Salza told uh, police that Baldwin was sitting in a pew in a church building setting, and he was practicing a cross draw uh, when the weapon went off. A cross draw is when the gunman removes a weapon from a holster situated on the opposite side of their body. Right. According to the affidavit, Salza was looking over the shoulder of Hutchins, watching Baldwin rehearse uh, when he heard what sounded like a whip and then a loud pop. And that's when Hutchins grabbed her midsection and stumbled backwards and was assisted to the ground. Uh, Salza was hit in the shoulder and said the incident wasn't filmed because they were just working on setting up the camera for the scene. Uh, The affidavit also stated that Baldwin had been very careful with the firearms on set, recalling that earlier the actor had made sure that it was safe and that a child wasn't near him when they were discharging a firearm during a previous scene. Uh, According to the affidavit, all firearms on set were checked by armorer uh, Hannah Gutierrez and then by assistant director Dave Halls, who handed the gun off to Baldwin. So obviously they're going to scrutinize all this stuff very, very quickly. There's a tremendous amount of stuff that that suggests at some level there was a fair amount of lax uh, um, activity going on. And so we'll see how this plays out. But yeah, man, that... It still blows my mind when I hear this story. Yeah, that that a live round would yes. have been anywhere near that set when you have these real firearms that mm. they're using that they're going to be shooting. Why would anybody have live ammunition anywhere near there? Doesn't make any sense. I know. I, so my brother and he, you know, is very amateur, but he filmed a movie. He directed a movie, and they used a lot of firearms in it. And like, even just for him, a little independent filmmaker, and what he was doing, what he had to go through to actually get that approved and be on there. And there was, they had to be like something was done to the weapon so that even if there was a bullet in it, it couldn't be used. So, Preston, you've gone shooting, I, I, I and just recently. I, I I had uh, I got a pistol and and I've been going to uh, King Shooters, uh, and and they have these uh, these uh, federal uh, these agents that will come and 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 teach classes or just people who know mm-hmm. what they're doing. I don't know exactly what their you know uh, downtime is, but the the level of respect they teach you for weapons and to check for the safety of of the weapon that you're holding in your hand and the various protocols, even and from what I understand on movie sets, dummy guns are supposed to be regarded the as same real. way sure. as real. Yeah. 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 So something really fell apart or somebody did something horrible yeah. on purpose. I don't know what, but they're gonna they're gonna look into that. Uh Andy Taylor Joy has been named global ambassador for Dior. Uh, she will represent the women's fashion and makeup lines and will be the new face for both. Does this mean your run is over, Preston? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm stepping down. It's okay. time. Yeah, it's no, time. listen, you got too much to do. We can't batch next week. I've been putting it off for years, yeah. but it's time. Uh, as the global ambassador, the Witch Star's uh, duties include showcasing the designs and creations of women's creative director, Maria 
uh, Grazia Chiuri. Yeah, that's and my favorite. Creative and image director of makeup, uh, Peter Phillips. I sent you an article uh, today. Uh, she is she is now she's sort of like the Grace Kelly or the yes. Uh, she is the one they like to the designers like to get their their gowns on because she's got a, a model's frame. She's glamorous. She's glamorous. Very glamorous. So the 25 year old actress has won several pieces from the fashion house. Uh, for red carpet appearances in the past year, including the Golden Globes and the Emmy Awards. And she also has an official partnership with the jewelry brand Tiffany & Company. So she's doing okay. She's doing really well. I would like to think that she she was a doll when she was here. She was so sweet. She would remember us, right? Well, listen, Nick uh, had gotten her a... um, uh, a movie soundtrack that she couldn't get her hands on, yeah. and she was very appreciative. And, and he it was in his car, tra- made a copy, tracked it down, and got it to her. So I think, yeah, I think she okay. remember that. Better. Yeah. Now I remember her. He didn't actually have it in his car, and now she hates us. What it, happened? Yeah, well, he, you thought you had it I in thought, your car. Yeah, we ended up getting a copy of it, but All uh, right. you know, she left. I mean, you she with hates it. us now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, I think we made a connection. Yeah. Yes, I think so, too. Yeah. So, uh, what else do I have here for you? Uh, Katie Thurston and Blake Moynes, I guess that's how you say it. name, have ended their romance. A former star of oh The Bachelorette God. made the announcement on Instagram on Monday and said that they were splitting yeah. up. Uh, she told the fans with the mutual love and respect. Oh, no. They decided to go their separate ways. Uh, if there was... There were two people I thought would do it and make the big run. It was these people that I have no idea who they are. Katie Thurston and Blake Moynes. Yeah, my God. Uh, So, yeah, she's uh, from The Bachelorette. Uh, She said that... um, It has to be... It has to make you feel like a failure when all the other bachelor unions have uh, stood the test of time and you're the one that failed. She wrote, we ultimately have concluded that we are not compatible as life partners. Yeah. And it is the most caring choice for both of us to move forward independently. Uh Uh-huh. And he posted the exact same statement. Ditto. What she said. Ditto to what she said. Uh, Following Uh, a whole bunch of other chicks I'd like to bang. Uh, Following a whirlwind romance, the couple got engaged during the final episode of season 17 of The Bachelorette. I want to be with you for the next five and a half months. When the season ended, Thurston moved to San Diego while Moines returned to Canada. They're Uh, very far away. They had uh, planned to maintain a long-distance relationship while deciding where to settle down. They were engaged for three months. I think that's part of the agreement. Three months is good, right? Yeah, we can do three months. (laughs) And then we'll put the statement out. We're engaged. And then what happens is you've had another one or two versions of the show to come along to distract. And then you quietly say, oh, yeah, it's over. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's hinging on that any longer. Uh, Dave Chappelle has addressed the Netflix controversy in uh, new stand-up appearance. According to the New York Times, Chappelle has denied reports that he was invited to speak with transgender members of the Netflix staff, but he refused. Uh, He said, if they would have invited me, I would have accepted it, although I'm confused about what we are speaking about. I said what I said, and boy, I heard what you said. My God, how could I not? Uh, He continued saying, I want everyone in the audience to know... Uh, that even though the media frames it as though it's me versus that community, it's not. Don't blame the LGBTQ community for any of this. Uh, this has nothing to do with them. It's about corporate interests and what I can say and what I cannot say. Uh, he added to the transgender community, I'm more than willing to give you an audience, uh, but you will not summon me. I'm not bending to anybody's demands. Uh, he asserted before detailing the specific conditions under which he would be willing to hear anyone out over their um, offense and concerns. 
He went on saying, uh, first of all, you cannot come if you have not watched my special from beginning to end. You must come to a place of my choosing at at a time of my choosing. And third, you must admit uh, that Hannah Gadsby is not funny. No. Oh. Which I think was a joke, but it's, I think it is a joke. It's, yes, it's a dumb joke, and uh, yeah. right now, I mean, just just I haven't watched the special, so I really can't weigh in on any. I of that think stuff. that's really important that people, if they before they judge, do watch the entire special right. because th- it, it really does provide a lot more context. And even in this video, which is about five minutes long, and he posted it on his Instagram last night, it's important to watch all of that because context really is important, oh, especially yeah. when it comes to a comedy special and with somebody like Chappelle, where there's a lot of subtleties. I think at the end of the day. Chappelle is really interested in having conversations and and, ma- and moving conversations forward. Um, and and then people just sort of become intractable on their sides without appreciating the the full context of all of it. Right. So in in his special, he uh, he mentions um, a transgender woman named Daphne that he had met and then had open for him at one of his shows. Now Daphne, so the show that he she had opened up was in San Francisco, and I think when when David met her, she was living in San Francisco. She's from Philadelphia. She's from here. Didn't know that. Yeah, and when when so when I saw her picture, she looked super familiar. Now we have a have had a transgender woman that worked in this building, and I'm like, God, man, that. That might have been her, and, and I, I just I, 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 just because you think you recognized her, she looked uh, very familiar. All right, I mean, comedians very, work day jobs too sometimes, yeah. so maybe yeah. you never know. Not really sure. Uh, so we'll see if uh, this goes anywhere, and if he does end up meeting with a, a group from Netflix, I do not know. Um, Paulina Porskova has reached a settlement with her late husband Rick Ocasek's estate. Uh, While the grieving supermodel declined to reveal how much money she'll receive after being cut out of the car's front man's will, uh, she slammed reports that he was only worth $5 million when he died. She said that's just bull-ess. Yeah. Bull-ess, and it's just like that. Uh, When asked whether the seemingly low number was for tax purposes, uh, she said yes, it was in the very, very early days. Uh, they just had to put down a number, so they just put down a low sum, so that it wouldn't seem like he was maybe holding away a lot of money from me. I don't know. I'm not really sure. So when he was uh, sick or, or passed away, she apparently was nursing him uh, to some extent. Were they legally divorced at that time or simply separated? I uh, believe they were divorcing uh, because it's kind of stipulated in the will that All right. way. Uh, she added, I know exactly how much I'm owed under New York law, how much is due to me, and I'm getting it. The estate is settling with me. Uh, then flat out, at, she was asked, how much is it? Uh, to which she said, I can't tell you, but I'm going to be fine. It's I'm like a billion. Be. She said, I settled last week. There you go. Uh, I settled last uh, last week with the estate. Uh, they were very fair. They gave me what is mine under New York state law, and we're done. She reiterated of the $5 million number, just know that it's a sum that somebody put in there for a reason. Uh, she was the one who actually found uh, Rick dead uh, at the age of 75 in their townhouse. Um, $10 million townhouse, by the way. $10 million? Yeah, $10 million? $10 million, $10 million, $10 million. Uh, The next day, she learned uh, he'd rewritten his will weeks before and that she was completely cut out. Had he not, be, had he, on his deathbed, scribbled an ode to the moose? Uh, no, he. I think Stop he forgot it. about the Why don't the you no. forget the moose um, for a moment? Uh, and had to give up her home. She said, it completely sideswiped me. I had no idea. I didn't know how to make heads or tails out of anything. Uh, the shock of finding him and the grief of him being dead. And then, yeah. oh, guess what? You get no money. He didn't want you to have any money. Yeah. And he disinherited his two oldest sons. So I was really messed up. And I won't ever have the answers. Uh, she said... 
His previous will was the one in which I inherited everything, which she acknowledged would have been wouldn't have been fair at all, given that they were going through a divorce before his death, so they're going through it. Okay, there we go. She said, I'm totally fine with inheriting a half, which I thought was mine. Turns out it's not half under New York law. It's third. Uh, but she hypothesized of the musician's last-minute alteration and said this. My husband had some lawyers, and he was supposed to go through surgery. They just cobbled together a really fast kind of stupid thing. I don't think my husband had the brain capacity at the time to figure out what he was really doing. He was a bit of a hypochondriac that way. And I think he signed a piece of paper without spending a lot of time thinking about it. Well, and again, you know, that's it's a tough thing to determine whether someone was in their right mind when they signed a document, mm-hmm. you know? She said uh, that apparently he was recovering from surgery when he died. And according to her, nobody expected him to die. Nobody, absolutely nobody. Uh, the couple had been living separately in the same home when the singer died, and he'd written, uh, I have made no provision for my wife, Paulina Porskova, as we are in the process of divorcing, even if I should die before a divorce is final. Mm. Paula is not entitled to any elective share because she has abandoned me. What uh, a mess. Uh, but she said, uh, despite their living apart, uh, under the sa- uh, living apart under the same roof, uh, she'd remained a presence in his life. Uh, she said, I felt really bad about uh, leaving him in this big old empty house. I knew he needed help. I loved him. I didn't want him to have a hard time. So they had this, you know, strange separated but still it's very weird relationship. Yeah, very weird. And she doesn't she doesn't sound bitter about it. Good. About, about the fact no, that, he, she that he was be. left uh, that she was left out. Uh, after his death, she moved in with Aaron Sorkin, and it was a short-lived relationship. It only lasted for, you know, half a year or so. I'll tell you what. She looks tremendous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, more. she was never one of my favorite of the, you know, quote-unquote supermodels or, or that ilk or whatever whatever label you want to put on her. But uh, mm-hmm. she's aged, and uh, I don't think she's had a lot of work done, and she looks great. Yep. All right. Um, over the weekend, an anonymous tip to the gossip account, Du Moi. Uh, hinted that John Mulaney okay. and Olivia Munn have broken up. Yeah, oh, I heard about no. this. It's a rumor. And it's now a rumor. She's pregnant with uh, the yeah. kid, right? Uh, the, the unnamed... That's where babies come from, right? Unnamed source works <laughs> in publicity and says that the couple weren't planning on announcing it but would not be faking their relationship either. Mm. Uh, they've been dating since spring. Uh, Mulaney announced last month that they were expecting a child together. So. Did he bring her up at all oh, during man. the show? Yeah, uh, not by name. Okay. Uh, but he had uh, he had joked, uh, well, what you do when you go through rehab is get right into a relationship and have a baby. <laughs> you know, joking that it's right. probably not the smartest not the thing smartest to do, thing. but he did it anyway. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that was the only reference, and he did... Uh, he did slightly reference his um, uh, divorce that he was going through as well. The so. sad thing is, is that I, I think his wife, the woman he was married to at the time, really um, was caught off guard by everything. And, oh, she and, said flat out she was heartbroken. Yeah, 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 yeah. That she didn't, she didn't get it. Yeah, so normally yeah. there's a joint statement. Right. We were going to remain friends, or right. we're parting, you know, amicably. We've parted. It, it was not that. Yeah. Yeah. She, she did not see it coming, apparently. So, I don't know. This is a rumor. This is something we'll have to keep an eye on, see what ends up happening. And they're not officially divorced yet, either. They're just separated. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dear God. Well, given enough time when the baby grows up and becomes a lawyer, they can handle all the uh, legal yeah. stuff. Uh, Angelina Jolie and daughters Zahara and Shiloh rocked the red carpet at the Eternals premiere in Rome over the weekend. Uh, wearing a strapless silver Versace gown, Ooh. she held hands with her children while posing for pictures. Come, children. 
Uh, in the movie, she plays uh, Athena, an immortal goddess warrior. Come with me, children, and walk the red carpet with mommy. I'm I'm interested to see how she pulls off the Marvel uh, thing, whether or not she's... So reviews right now... ...going to be uh, forced to be reckoned with or not. And I don't want to give away... Too, they, they are mixed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. they are mixed. Interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, Jeremy Piven's L.A. home was broken into. And, Who does uh, that? Thieves got away with over $20,000 in clothes. Oh, well, at least it's not Halloween decorations. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what I had happen. Someone took my demon. Poor thing. Oh, man. It wasn't James. worth $20,000. No. What do you think it was worth? Ten. <laughs> no, actually, ten might have been more. It no, was that complete... thing was big. That well, was... It, you Kathy, think it's it was, worth less because it, it's old. It was about to be junked after this season. It was just, right. you know, but... Uh, so the guy did you a favor. Well, yeah, in, in a way, but but it's like, yeah. But it was worth $20,000. Uh, teams are reported that thieves entered by smashing a window. Uh, the entourage star was not at home at the time when it happened. Okay, so if somebody took all of your clothes... How much money do you think that they, your all of your clothes are worth? I mean, he just he stout twenty thousand dollars of clothes. I think maybe like five hundred bucks or something like that. I don't even know. Like, oh, 20, I don't know. Do, no, hang on, man. T-shirts can go for like thirty bucks each. <laughs> okay, like okay. this one I'm wearing right now. That's a nice shirt. The Ted Lasso. It's probably like twenty eight, thirty bucks. Okay, so and I have hundreds of T-shirts. I don't think this guy went in and grabbed T-shirts. No, I know yeah, that, yeah, but yeah. Casey's asking how much hours what your are personal twenty thousand dollars worth. So okay. you figure uh, three, six, nine, like like four shirts. That's going to be around a hundred dollars. No, all right, I was selling it short because I do have some pretty fancy sweatpants. Um, how, so yeah, how much do your Adidas pants cost? They're expensive, Casey. Okay. I love the Adidas sweatpants. By the way, yeah. they're awesome. They are. Exp- Listen, you get them on. Uh, they're what are they? Like, thirty bucks on uh, Amazon. Forty, fifty dollars. You don't get Max and Easter. Uh, if I can, I will. But like a lot no. of times, they're not. But like, do you like? Let's my, let's collab the ra- <laughs> the rainbow of sweatpants that I have. I got it like Macy's. All right, don't tell my wife. <laughs> Wait, and is that they were that? like they were like seventy bucks? A pair. Oh wow, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> but like, dude, I needed to wear purple sweatpants. I'm a media personality. <laughs> I, I need my sweatpants to look great. So, Casey, I'm going to try to make the run. Do as much shorts wearing throughout the winter as I can. I'm going to try to officially solidify my status as winter shorts guy. Uh, but by the way, yeah, for twenty thousand dollars at Jeremy Piven's house, they probably to- stole like seven or eight suits. Yes, well, that's what I was, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I, yeah, right. That would probably make sense. That's sure. what I was going to say. If you would were to go into somebody's closet, what would you go for? Like, I would go if if I knew if I was going to rob a celebrity's house. Yeah, yeah, the jewelry. Batman shirts. No, I would. If it was a woman, I'd go for the shoes. Ah, uh, yes. Definitely. You know shoes. I mean? They're small and expensive. Like, yes. Easy to, yeah, yeah, yeah. A pair of Jimmy Chews. Yeah. Those were about what? Oh, my God. I mean, Average. 1500 bucks. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that that's, it would be easy to, to get those right. out. They're smaller. You could probably sell them real easy. Uh, and, uh, if it was my size, I'd keep them. You'd keep them. A couple <laughs> of Yeezys. Okay, so we got some Jimmy Choo prices up here. Yeah, to- anywhere from 600 to $2,000. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that would be the way to go. In a guy's closet, I don't know what you'd go for. I mean, the suits probably would be yeah. a decent, especially if they're custom made. I mean, those will go for <laughs> thousands of dollars. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts on uh, velour tracksuits, just out of curiosity? The velour tracksuit, yeah. unless okay. you're unless you're Ben Stiller and Starsky and Hutch, I, I don't. Uh... Well, these these are comfort luxury tracksuits, and uh, I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking really? about investing in this company. <laughs> well, like the old like juicy velour Here, suits you, that yeah. we used to wear. Here, I don't through. even know what velour is. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll bring them up for you. So okay. <laughs> is velour a yeah. is it a fabric? Yeah. You remember this? Isn't that what, what what when he's when uh, Ben Stiller's doing the do it? 
Do it. Oh. Says, you know, is he I, wearing a he's wearing dress? polyester in is that? Is it polyester? Yeah, he's okay. definitely wearing polyester in that. Uh, okay, I know what you're talking about here. Yeah. Um, no. I, no. No, I'm not into that. <laughs> no, all right. For comfort, no. for pleasure, I for, want you for, to for pajamas, yes. maybe. Yes. Pajamas. Yeah. Pajamas. Let, all right. Just say yes. Let him get one and wear okay, it. Okay, go ahead. It'll no, no, just no. be too warm. Local personality <laughs> Dick McElwain has declared bankruptcy <laughs> after a large investment in <laughs> Valor tracksuit company. He said his co-worker said it was a great idea. <laughs> My investment would be in the... The company three to four hundred dollar range. Oh, okay. so I'm not. Uh, That's how much. What? I'll wait. find you a cheaper velour tracksuit. Well, I know, but like this is a custom company that it's oh, it's a side okay. project for with a family member. Oh, we're gonna oh, collab. Okay. Hey, yeah, we're gonna collab. Let's collab. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and so uh, you know, I'll post about it on the gram. And uh, are we'll, you gonna we'll... be their male model? <laughs> uh, he's asked me to do this. Okay. Yeah. And, um, oh yeah, you got it. Yeah, yes, so. definitely. Who is this? Uh, do we want to talk about this now? <laughs> but my cousin is married to a guy named Peter, and Peter, believe it or not, works for uh, Scooter Braun. Yes, and who uh, uh, was the uh, much maligned uh, former a, uh, manager of uh, Taylor Swift? That's correct. And Peter, oh yeah, Peter is uh, a lawyer, and he's really good at what he does. Uh, but he works twenty-hour workdays, right. and, and it's an exhausting thing. So for his side hustle, for a side project, Put my money in velour, velour tracksuits. And I, when he when he told me this, I was like. Are you kidding? And then the more I'm paying attention to it, I'm like, I, I don't know. Maybe there is a market Hi, for it. I'm Nick McElwain. <laughs> I'm at home right now in my velour tracksuit. <laughs> Enjoying a cup of coffee. Yeah, a cup. Um, right? Hey, like the... Sells itself. Those uh, booty leggings that we all tried on. Can they send us one for each and we can take pictures in them? Absolutely. And we can send them back? I my friend Nick McElwain. <laughs> oh, my God. WNMR, he sent me... 50 below tracksuits. All right. All right, so he really should send them to Burt Kreischer as well because Burt is, oh, he'll Bert, wear it yeah, and yeah. put it all over his Instagram and stuff like that. But speaking of which, Burt wears these other tracksuits that aren't velour that I'm like, they're, they're kind of more like the material of the uh, Adidas shorts and pants yes, that you I and I Yes, I do like wear. the Adidas stuff. I would wear those. Velour just seems too warm for me. All right. All right, well, this is, this is the beta test. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for indulging me. Certainly. Uh, you guys ready for clips now? Yeah. More velour. The harder they fall, follows a fugitive who seeks the help of his friends to get revenge on a former enemy. In this clip, director James, is it James? James. Uh, James Samuel explains the approach that he wanted to take to Western filmmaking. The portrayals of the people of color and women, they weren't subservient, and the people of color uh, weren't less than humans, and just really broaden the scope of what was given to us as historical depictions of that era, which was kind of untrue. I just wanted to bring balance to the force. Ah! Uh, the Heart of They Fall is now streaming on Netflix. Here's the next clip. In the new drama film, A Mouthful of Air, a mother of two struggles as she deals with motherhood and a deep, dark secret from her past. In this clip, star Amanda Seyfried describes why she was drawn to the role. I've never read anything that felt um, so compassionate, yet told the story of something really complicated. The complex nature of having a baby and postpartum depression and trauma. You should be medicated. <laughs> uh, a mouthful of air will be in theaters on Friday. That was a little uh, staccato. Yeah, uh, yeah sounds like was, a bummer. She was breaking up uh, between yeah. each of those I want words. to tell you yeah. what... It was like to be a mother with postpartum depression. 
Uh, I want to go to uh, Mario because he's got something to say. Hey, Mario, good morning. Hey, big brown Guatemala. <laughs> Getting sucked down by all sorts of pet balls. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Oh, yeah. My man. <laughs> My man. So to, to, uh, to the velour aspect, I have had the same pair of Perry Ellis velour pants for 15 years. All right. And I refuse to get rid of them. Mario, Perry Ellis is a uh, is a top uh, designer. So how much I, of the, how much of those cost when you got them? I got them from Marshalls yeah. and they were $5. $5. Damn. <laughs> Mario, on what occasions do you wear those? Uh dude, I wear them lounging around the house. Yeah, as pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those materials that it's like uh it, it like gets softer as you wash it and as you wear it, you know? So, um uh, and and Quick funny story. I had an '87 Fleetwood Brom, and that had a crushed velour interior as well, and it was magnificent. <laughs> velour actually feels wonderful. What I want I'm to, what, what I want to wear it, yeah. I'm not so sure. Maybe like okay, like Mary was saying around yeah. the house. I love pajama pants. Yeah, yeah, and I and that's my favorite thing to put on. And yeah. I might, I might dig velour. I'm telling you, these would be your newbies. All right. All right. Mario, DM me. We'll, uh, we'll have a chat, we'll okay? We'll collab. <laughs> we'll collab. <laughs> Got it, man. All right, dude. Thank See you, you man. I, I'm Nick McElwain. You caught me putting on my velour pants. <laughs> I thought I read this, and I went back and found the article, and it was posted in August of 2021, and it says the velour tracksuit is poised to make a comeback. Oh, you go. So Nick, turn that $300 into $400. You are on top of things. <laughs> Wait, so you invested? We're joined on the show today by Nick Madden, who's written a book about deep depression after investing in a velour company. <laughs> Why velour? Why did I get out? I mean, I had it in every, like, when they were in style, I had it in every color. I have pictures of me here. Like, right when we came here, we were in the old studio, and I would wear my velour tracksuits. Okay. <laughs> velour, okay. All right, well, you listen, we, there were naysayers. There are people who tried to dissuade the Wright brothers, Preston. That's right. Always saying yeah. nay. None of that. All right, we need to take a break. And reminding you, it is Tattoo Tuesday. So if you want to win that President's Steve Tattoo, text us, Tattoo, uh, the word, 239333. We'll take a break and be back in a second. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. At Xfinity Live in the Wells Fargo Center Complex. This year, we're starting earlier than ever. It all kicks off Monday, November 1st. The gang will be camping out for an entire week. Inside the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. But audience attendance will be very limited. We're emphasizing cash donations this year, both at WMMR.com and at your local Acme Market at the checkout register. Non-perishable food donations can be accepted via our drive through drop-off. Fueled by Pepsi. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Wispus Bank, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Question, Marissa, do we have the information to make the announcement today about uh, Camp Out for Hunger, that very special thing that we're going to be doing on one of the nights? I'm not going to do it right now, but I just want to make sure that we have that info. Can I be very open and honest with you guys? Please, yes. We like to do this on the air. Yeah. We don't have all of the details. Okay. Squared away. Should we wait Uh, till tomorrow? Can I just tease? Yeah. That something big is coming up next week. Yeah, we had we had mentioned we mentioned, I mentioned it yeah. yesterday and that we were going to be announcing something today possibly, but I didn't want to do it. And, and listen, we all <laughs> we all get very busy in the morning. We didn't get a chance to talk about this before the show. So maybe we can just say save the date next Thursday. 
Next Thursday evening, okay. something big is going to happen at camp. Okay, save so the whole freaking week. And if it comes, it better. Now it's looking that pretty night, good, right? Yeah, that night is the only night that there's not a Flyers or Sixers right. game. Yep. So, so we're going to do something big. And, yep. and, and as we said yesterday in our, in our, uh, in our uh, meeting, it's pretty much a slam dunk, correct? Well, we're just waiting yes. for stuff to come together. All right. Yeah, and we have yeah, to get yeah, some we will. Approvals. Okay. All right. But uh, you'll be able to come. Approvals. We <laughs> <laughs> need no approvals. No, man. We're loose cannons. Yeah. But you'll well, be able to come to the camp out yes. that evening. Yeah. yeah, that evening. You can still come to the camp out uh, throughout the, the week in the evening to drop off food and say hi and stuff like that. But we wanted to do an evening with an event, and we're working on it for that Thursday night. So we'll let you know exactly. The uh, when they come together. But I was hoping we'd have it today, but it's all good. We'll get to it uh, when when things are <laughs> approved. Mm-hmm. All right, so did you guys know Halloween was this weekend? Yay! Did you get the memo that is coming up? Uh, I, I saw this thing, and it was on the news this morning, and I wanted to ask you guys about it because apparently it's, it's coming back, and I was not aware... Of Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Are you guys familiar with Halloween Town? I've heard at, of I'm it. I'm looking at the faces here, and nope. nobody knows what I'm talking about. Well, we in the velour industry, Preston, yes. are very attuned <laughs> to Halloween Town. No, Halloween Town uh, was a Disney Channel original, a series of Disney Channel original movies. Ah. And apparently it's becoming, like, popular again. Well, or, yeah, they or, were... They were years ago, though, weren't they? Yeah, yeah well, they, 1998. They, yeah, yeah. That was one of the movies that they played at that um, activity that I put on my list out at Snipes Farm. They oh, did movie nights, and Halloween okay. Town was one of them. All right, so it's uh, apparently it's starting to resurface. I think people are getting... Um, rediscovering it. Uh, nostalgic about yes. it. Or, and maybe showing their kids now uh, Halloween Town. But I saw a special on ABC News this morning, and the, uh, the, the lead actress and how they're really embracing it, and people are coming around on this. Uh, Debbie Reynolds was in it. Ah. Uh, the film, it says here, I'm reading... Uh, did she play a witch? This article, while cheesy AF did cleverly craft a world that was as fun to live in as it was to watch, which is perhaps why fans of the film can actually visit the set in St. Helens, Oregon ah. every Halloween season. So here's the story, okay? So uh, Marnie and her siblings get a big shock when they follow their grandma home to Halloween Town discovering that uh, they come from a family of witches. The town is the only place where supernatural beings can live a normal life. Yes. But danger is brewing, as not only does Marnie learn that she is a witch on her 13th birthday, but that she and her family are involved in a fight against the evil that could take over the world. Yes. So I remember this. I do remember this. And I don't know how I saw it, or at least saw one of them, because I remember the big deal being made about Debbie Reynolds being in the cast. Mm. Uh, naturally, this means that uh, we have to find the best Halloween town memes to commemorate the movies. And apparently they are popping up all over the place. Uh, mm. So I wasn't sure if you guys were familiar with it. but no. uh, I think it's funny. because It's like, resurfacing. It post, it's post, you know, uh, uh, prior to me having kids, post me caring about it as a kid. So right. I think that I, like it just missed me entirely. Me too. Um, but... Uh, I'm curious, like, if if Marissa and Nick Murphy, at that generation, if it meant anything to them. The yeah, kids. I was, no, I was no. mainly wondering that. Marissa, no? I think it was right after me. Connor? Okay. I saw it. Connor? <laughs> I saw it. Yay! Yay! Down the line. Yeah, come down here, Connor. Do, do, do you hold it in, uh, uh, you know, uh, nostalgically? A little. I remember watching it. It was, I was kind of fading out, like, right. just kind of getting... Like into fifth, chicks. sixth, seventh grade, yeah. when okay. that kind of came out. 
Okay. All right. I watching it with my sister. Okay. Well, All right. Because Hocus Pocus has come back around. Hocus Pocus has become stratospheric. A few years ago, it started to resurface as a nostalgic uh, kids movie. So much so they're making oh, a second one yeah. right now. There's a bunch of texts coming in, and, and some people are like in the 24, 25 range and saying that it's the greatest Halloween movie of all time. Yeah. So there is a, a niche market for Halloween Town. Mm, okay. I mean, is it as good as Hubie Halloween? <laughs> no. So for my money, if you want to get one that's actually besides Halloween itself, which is a, a you know a, a phenomenal, a masterpiece, yeah. a movie that I think is a perfect Halloween movie is Trick or Treat. And this character that I have up here, Sam on on the uh, the console, yeah, is the main is one of the main characters of that movie. It's an anthology. Is it a kids movie? It's a little brutal, um, but <laughs> yeah, but this is a kids movie. Yeah, well, yeah. it ha- young younger teens could watch it. It's 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 has a, a sort of tales from the crypt vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a knowing humor and so on and so forth. But there is some some blood and guts. Is it like um maybe skits isn't the right word? Stories, for it's like stories. An, an, yeah, okay, an anthology. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. all right. Okay, but but everything ties together. I'll tell you this in a in, in a, a very Tarantino esque kind of way. There's there are staggered storylines. Okay, that all, all right. sort of sync up at the end. All right, I like uh, all right. I like stuff like that. Yes, when they kind of intertwine. But it's fun. A, a really fun movie, I think. And it's trick or treat. Trick or treat. Okay. Nice. All right. Well, I wasn't familiar with Halloween Town. That one missed me. And even though that would have been right in you know. My son was born, my first son was born in 1999, so that would have been kind of in our, our oh, era. What, what, what are was, you getting at home as far as interest with, now all your, your kids are older. Yeah. Is, uh, besides your daughter, is your daughter still into it? Into what? Halloween? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, she's got a group uh, right. that's, that's going to go out, so that's going to be fun. All right. Yep. Oh, man, I don't know if I should say this or not. All right, you want me to go to this call instead? Uh, well, yeah, can you give me time to think about it? Okay. okay. All right, let me, let me go to Melanie. Hey, Melanie, good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. All right. You want to weigh in on Halloween Town? Yeah. So I do have to stand by Hocus Pocus, I think, is the best Halloween movie. Okay. But this is a close second. All right. I was born in 92. It was everything to me as a kid. I wanted to live in Halloween Town. (laughs) I would go so far to say it was like my first Hogwarts Okay, oh, so so in, in that realm, wow. Be a Hogwarts student, but Halloween that, Town came That's out. pretty profound. Have you ever seen Trick or Treat? Have you ever seen the movie that I mentioned? Yeah, oh yeah, they're all great, but this is one of those, like, I feel like you could be any age and get something out of this movie. All right. And in fact, I tried to share it with some of my younger generation cousins this weekend. They wanted nothing to do with it. Oh, uh, so it's a good I'm endorsement. really hoping... That there's someone out there that wants to see this movie, but I rewatched them by myself. Kids are no kids; they're fantastic. Are there? Are there? How many movies are there? Is it just one or multiples? So there's three. I think there might even be four. But the last movie they did, they replaced the actress for Marnie. Oh. I'm not really sure why. Okay. Drug habit. Um, Interesting. But no. The first ones. That's the real. That's the real deal. She was snorting pumpkin seeds. Excellent. All right. Thank Absolutely, you, Melanie. Right. right. Thank you, guys. Thank Happy you. Halloween. See a happy Halloween to you. Um, I just need to let you know that your son was born in 2000, not 1989. That's what I was going to say. Oh, dear God, okay. <laughs> Did my wife text you? Yeah. I'm sorry. Listen, said, the man's backed please... up with poop. Give him a break. <laughs> can you please tell Preston that Parker was We got married in, in 99. All right, I forgot. Dear God. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I just had a, I had a terrific, horrible... <laughs> Experience terrific tragedy involving yeah. uh, impacted fecal matter. Yes, and my brain isn't right. Bound to scramble you up a little bit. But he God. said it, and I go in my mind. I'm like, no, he was born in 2000, and then that's why I raised my hand. And you guys are like, and I was like, I don't know if I should say. Oh, is that what you're oh, that, that was it? That's, uh, that was. 
I'm like, oh, man. So you made the wise choice, and Kathy dumped all over Preston. Right. Jumped right on yeah. him. If I get a text from his wife, it's going on the air immediately. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. I, I, I can't. Come on um, now. I, I have no way to... to um, redeem myself from that, no. so I'll just, I'll take my lumps. Go ahead, give them to me. Anybody else, call in. Let me go to Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Lindsay? So, Hocus Pocus was, um, I was, it was in 98, so I'm 30, so it was like, you know, second or third grade, and it was probably one of my favorite Disney movies. I actually like it better than Hocus Pocus. Well, in, I, I'm not a I'm not a massive Hocus Pocus fan. I enjoy it. It's it's fun. But you think now? Uh, so I just saw a little bit of this, for, and I think when I saw it initially, I thought it was like an ongoing series. I didn't realize it, it was it was the movies. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, there were. I think the previous caller mentioned there was up to three different movies. Okay. Or possibly four. Um, it was made for kids. I thought like as a second or third grader that hocus pocus was a little too scary but i do have a really interesting fun fact about the um actual characters and stuff like that all right the the lead actress um i think her name is kimberly j brown showed you how much of a fan (laughs) i am is actually dating then the second movie there was a bad guy who Uh was like supposed to be like she was supposed to fall in love with and then he was supposed to turn on her they're dating in real life they're still together i did see that on the news this morning yes so. Yeah, she's re- they're both really big on TikTok and all of that kind of stuff. Okay. And she has her own Etsy store with Halloween Town. Yeah, Halloween Town is that 30-year-old to, like, probably 25-year-old range is probably the niche for that. Do you, do you concur, kids. Lindsay, do you concur with it as being, as Melanie mentioned, sort of like a, at a Hogwarts Harry Potter level for you? Um, like you wanted, Like you wanted to live there. You wanted to be there. You know what I mean? I mean... I, at one point, I think, had a stuffed animal named after one of the characters. So okay. does that count? Sure. Yeah, sure. All right. Thank you, Lindsay. All Appreciate right. it. So it made an impact. It meant something. All right. I'm going to go to our former intern, Peyton, oh. who is online. Hey there, Peyton. Hey, guys. How are you? Wonderful. Thanks for calling in. Of course. Yeah, I'm a big Halloween Town fan. I was born in 1993, so... It, you know, hit at the right time, I guess. Um, I Focus Focus is still probably <laughs> number one, but Halloween Town is a close second and was definitely like Hogwarts-ish. All right. That time. Like, I was like, I want to go there. That would be so cool. Right. You know, when Hocus Pocus came out, it was it was a moderate success. Yeah. And, is on, and, and only recently has it become something that is... Like, uh, you know, upper stratosphere. Yeah. And as I said, uh, so much so that they've decided to go and make a sequel for it. Yeah. Right, uh, right. And, and Peyton, don't, you, you, have, uh, you have kids now, right? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, I thought right. you did. I'm sorry. Never. We'll get working on that and right. then you can show them Halloween Town. <laughs> right. You're, can you make the enough? What? You're pregnant, right? Bus, but I, I knew there was a baby thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Baby with you. Uh, that's why Nick has been knitting that velour onesie. <laughs> well, I didn't want to ruin the surprise. Well, but... congratulations, Peyton. <laughs> yes, thank you. Excellent. All right, oh, that's awesome. All right, well, hopefully we'll see you soon. Okay. Yes. For Give sure. little Stephen right. our best. Take care, Peyton. We'll hey, see Steve. You. They don't make a. Uh... Hallmark movie, Halloween movies, do they? They, they do, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh. They're usually very and they brutal should. splatter movies. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, there, there, are, there are a couple. I, to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen uh, any of them. Okay. But n- by no means the cash cow 
is Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. All right. A couple other things to get to, but I want to go to Jen because she wants to uh, make a statement about Halloween Town. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Jen? Um, Halloween Town's like the greatest Halloween movie ever. <laughs> the greatest <laughs> Halloween movie ever. So Halloween I'm, Town. I'm, well, I'm 33 now, so I guess if it was 98, I was 10 when it came out. Um, but it was one of those Disney Channel original movies. So I just remember, I think Hall- I think I was, I liked uh, Hocus Pocus, but <laughs> I was like too scared to tend to watch it. It was <laughs> kind of terrifying for kids. So I think Halloween Town was like the good alternative, but for sure, everybody I knew that watched it wanted to, like, be in the town, wanted yeah. to be a witch, wanted to, I remember, like, walking around Halloween being like, oh, this is Halloween town, I love this. I, I love that. So, so uh, if there was, so if they, you said the actual town, Preston, being used is, is visitable? Yeah, you can actually go and there. It's done up for Which Halloween? I didn't know that, so yeah. I want to just, I absolutely would visit Plan it a trip. It's think- in St. Helens, Oregon, and every Halloween season, they, uh, you, you can visit the set. Because I guess they still have it there. Would you Would you that go is, do something like that, Jen? Absolutely. All right. Portland's on one of those lists of things to go to or places awesome. to go. So I think I might have to hop by Halloween. Mm-hmm. Very cool. By there. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. Okay. Our phone lines are completely yeah. all covered and, now. And if you look at the age that it's hitting, it's hitting at, at like 33, 30s. <laughs> yep. So that's, you know, and, and we've had a couple of the, the women who have called say, Hocus Pocus was a little too frightening. Yes. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let me see. Hang on. Speaking of that, let me go to Jacob. Hey, Jacob, good morning. Hey, Kath, did you ever find those dicks? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what was that? You're looking for dicks. What were they? Were they jerks? We like, have the clip. Uh, no, animals? no, I forget. No. I don't remember was what the reference was. Or? Yeah, no, yeah. I forget what I was talking. about. She didn't about. find him, Jacob. No. Never. No, I'm sorry. Uh, What's up, ma'am? Hey, so in my house, it's it's a it's a debate. Hocus Pocus or Halloween Town? Yep. As my wife has horrible taste, so I think it's Halloween Town all the way. Mm. Um, I'm 27. She's 31. So there's that slight gap where I think she was right above it, and I was right below it. Okay. All right. Uh, there's the two movies where she's she's a, like a littler kid, then she goes to high school and then university. Um, I mean, it's it's a great series. It's like it's more kid oriented, I guess. I mean, Hocus Pocus kid oriented, but it doesn't have as much of like I guess at that age the scary aspect. So you know, I loved it. My brothers and sisters loved it. We, okay. you know, I, I'm gonna have to fo- I'm gonna have All to right. watch the whole Thanks, series man. just a little bit because I watched yeah. the, the zombies series, Preston. Oh the, yeah. the Descendants. I like I'm a sucker for all that stuff. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hang on, by the way, here's the clip. Got Where's it. that dick now? <laughs> <laughs> I think you were talking about a person. Person, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I was trying to think if there was another... Do you have Kathy's dog impression, by the way? Keep uh, yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. He, I was working out... Uh, my friend has a little gym in her garage, and we were working out, and the dog lives across the street from her, and he was outside, and I'm like, I have to go get video. And then by the time we were done our workout, the dog had gone inside. There it is. That's Kathy. <laughs> and she should be a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's <scary>. <laughs> Deep part. <laughs> uh, let's see. I have uh, Gina on the phones. Hi, Gina. Good morning. Thank you, Gina. What's up? So I uh, was born in 1990. I love Halloween Town. I watch it now as a 31-year-old adult. I have three kids under three who have no interest. Yeah. However, the main actress has driven me nuts since I was eight years old. She is the worst actress. <laughs> 
that I have ever seen. But I can't help it. I still watch this movie every single Halloween, even as an adult. So it's so good and so atmospheric and puts you so in the mood that you're 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 ready to forgive or forget the annoying actress. I am. I am in it to win it, but man, she drives me nuts. Okay, yeah. I hear you. I've, I know movies like that where you just have to forget the one character because the rest of it is so good. Mm. That's right. All right. All right, thanks, Gina. That's a good thumbs up. Would, would Teen Witch fall in this? Uh, oh, yeah. It was a little it, too... It is. There was some sex... Not, yes. not, not full-on sex, but there was sexual blood attraction, stuff. not yeah. blood stuff. But <laughs> you remember the beginning of the movie, because we did a, at the at the Trocadero... Yeah. We had a screening of Teen Witch. We had a sold-out show that night to watch Teen Witch. And at the beginning, it's all these shirtless guys working oh, out. Yeah, Remember? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're, they're in the height of puberty. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. so it, it gets a little bit funky down that road. But there you go. That's from Teen Witch. Wait, we had the full one. I'm hot, and you're not. But if you want to hang with me, I'll give it one shot. Those were the tough guys, too, yeah, remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were the Crips. Oh, my God. I'm hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then there's... I like oh, boys. Yeah. I like boys. I like boys. There we go. I like boys. I like boys. So bad. But we had a blast watching that. You oh saw who got God. the writing credit on that? No. Bono Vox, it said. Oh, oh, uh, Bono. Yeah. For yeah, you, yeah. too. It's a song about loving boys. I had no idea. I'm loving them for all their boyitude. Uh, let me go to, uh, I have uh, Danielle. Hey, Danielle, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, Gadzooks, guys. Gadzooks, Danielle, what's up? Um, I love Halloween, Sam, but I think I might be, like, the tiebreaker for everyone that called in. Like, I'm a huge Hocus Pocus fan. Too. Okay. So I think there's, um, as the other caller Jake said, I really do think there's you're either like Team Halloween Town or Team Hocus Pocus. It sounds like, like it. Yeah, yeah, it's clearly the division. Have you have you have you embraced any other Halloween movies? Are you a fan of the original John Carpenter's Halloween, which is more horror, yeah. or, or yeah. And, and have you seen Trick or Treat? I am a huge Halloween fan. Yes, I've seen it. Um, like anything Halloween oriented, that's just you know my favorite holiday. So uh, thumbs up, yeah, I love it. And 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 it, the movies that create the atmosphere. Have you seen Hubie Halloween on on Netflix? It's, yes, I have. It's and not good it. and it's great at the same time. I love it. Okay. So so this that that could fall in. So Steve, you're talking about you know there's Halloween movies, and there's horror, horror movies. movies, right? And right. so Hubie Halloween would be in that Halloween movie vein exactly. as well. And I, I think that that, listen, as cheesy as I thought it was, as some of the gags yeah. I thought were really, really stupid, it would st- it would fall into this category. And I could see it turning into a, let's watch that every year with the kids, do, you know? Do you know what's wonderful about it is because it puts you, you love to see all the Halloween colors and the decorations. It's the same reason I watch the Hallmark movies, yeah. because of the Christmas atmosphere. You know what I loved? The Halloween uh, episode of WandaVision. WandaVision yeah. was awesome. I that was great. In fact, it made a list of Halloween moments you have to catch. Really? Yes, the, the that that Halloween episode was tremendous. Their costumes were great. Yes, yeah, uh, they were. She ha- was actually wearing her real costume from the comic books, and so was uh, Quicksilver. Yes, yeah, and yeah. so and and uh, Vision as yeah, well, yeah, which yeah. was a, a lot of fun. I thought it was cool. Uh, hang on a second. Let me let me go to uh, Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Jamie? So I was born in '85. For me, Teen Witch is my Halloween town, and it always goes. I wanted to be the most popular girl, and I everybody 
I know. Like, all of my girlfriends, that is our go-to. And that was it. Literally, it was being the most popular girl was, was that like was it. And she, right? She makes, she, that, that is the thing that she makes. She transforms. Yeah. And remember, she forgets her friends a little bit. Uh-huh. And what, what was her name? This actress. Do we have her on the show? Robin, Robin Lively. 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 I <laughs> don't know if we had and, her on I, or is not. Is she related to Blake Lively? Blake uh, yes. Lively's Blake Lively's older sister is yes. the star You're right. of Teen Witch. That's right. And like, oh my gosh! But the the one who sings uh, "Cop That," yes, she is a yoga instructor. Uh, oh okay. really? Yeah. You've kept uh, <laughs> you've kept tabs on her. <laughs> I, I, I introduced my children like two weeks ago to the movie, and was just curious, like who was where and doing what, and. I mean, she's a yogi. There's a, a okay. where are they now on this movie on on uh, oh, Teen Witch from um, maybe four or five years ago, and they interview all of the stars and and they talk about how they set up the top that scene and how they were supposed to look like <laughs> badasses, <laughs> and uh, and then they had to they had to dub the singing the the star that guy he doesn't actually even get to sing the song. They brought in a, a, a quote unquote rapper to do the uh, that do part. That yeah yeah. Oh my god. So, <laughs> Turning the guy, like turning the frog into the prince. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like her little sex slave. Yeah, <laughs> and there really, there's a lot of perverse things in this, but uh, doing things against their will. Yeah, we're looking at the shot of the guy taking his shirt off and the uh, oh yeah, the whole thing. This this was designed. We we had a screening for this, as you said, Preston, at the uh, at the truck. <laughs> And it was uh, it was one of our most popular mm-hmm. uh, screenings, and everyone came out, and it was just a blast. But we because yeah. we played we used to play the clips a lot more. We've had them obviously in the machine here for a long time, and would play them all the time. Yeah. All right, Jamie. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Don't work too hard. No, of course <laughs> not. Uh, yeah, I never really you know usually we talk about horror films, but not about the the more outside Col- the realm you know Halloween movies. What? All right. Okay. So to that to that point, then. Yes. So if you take each holiday, and so to me, like um, uh, Christmas, you have the the reverential ones, but a Christmas story for me is like a is like a. Um, the, the more fun peripheral aspect to it. Yeah. Right. An elf would yeah. fall in that category too. Right, right. right. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to It's a Wonderful Life uh, or movies that, that go a for little the bit heart. Mo- a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Uh, so that, that sort of level. What would you say uh, to me for Thanksgiving, trains, planes, and automobiles is has a big. Probably. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Thanksgiving. Yeah, what are, like I guess it. if they're going, is there a movie where they're Pulp the family's all, <laughs> Pulp Fiction, yeah. all getting together? You know Pulp what I mean, and going to a dinner. Uh, so the no, the, oh, I'm sorry, no, I, don't so. I don't know, I can't think of one. Uh, there's a movie with uh, oh god, uh, Al Bundy. What's that oh, called? a Dutch. Dutch. Yeah. That's a Thanksgiving movie. It is, too. It's And it's a John Hughes-esque, or is it? might even be John Hughes. Movie. I actually love that movie. Oh, there's a Friendsgiving movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Connor pulled up a list of Thanksgiving movies to watch. Son-in-law? <laughs> Polly Shore? What? I guess he goes back to the family for Thanksgiving. Oh, no. yeah. I, okay, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's what I meant. Like, that's it right. was the time frame. She brings him home so that he'll, that the parents will be more okay with him with her dating the other guy. Right? She doesn't want he he's gonna propose or something right. like that and she doesn't want that to happen, so she brings him along and uh, pretends like right. they're together. So uh, another lively if you guys want some more lively trivia. So obviously we already found out about Blake Lively and Robin Lively, but also Jason Lively played Russ in National Lampoon's European vacation. Jason and Lively he's related? And he is the brother the of Lively and Robin. 
know wow. why. Yeah. I don't really crap? care for that version of Russ, but no. still, yeah. Yeah. it's pretty wild that he's in that family. Interesting. Ah, Rusty. Right. Well, listen, we, we got to take a break, and we just scratched the surface on Halloween. It's oh this week, and we, we haven't had a chance to really talk about it, so maybe we'll dive into some other Halloween conversations as we go along. But this is less horror movies, more Halloween movies, and I was not familiar with Halloween Town, but Steve, apparently there's a... There's a big uh, underground yeah. uh, um, resurgence in that uh, I'm gonna watch it. Disney movie. Yeah, because, again, I'd just seen a little bit of it. I yeah. enjoyed it, but I didn't realize there's all that sitting out there to be mined, and I'm going for it. And if we've learned anything today, it's that my son was born in 2000, <laughs> 1999, like I thought so. Yes. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment, and we have the bizarre file on the way next, and um, a special announcement concerning... Yes. Other camp out for hunger as well. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. WMMR. We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise, we're not listening to you doing stuff that often. You'll want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and win sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by the iconic Lorenzo and Sons, a Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester and in Xfinity Live, and also Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. You can visit Lorenzo's Westchester dot com. All right, let's start with a hiker who was missing for more than 24 hours on Colorado's highest mountain, ignored repeated phone calls from a search and rescue team because they came from an unknown number. <laughs> no, no, that's the time you pick up. But Lake County uh, search and bothered and rescue <laughs> found their efforts to locate a hiker lost on Mount Elbert on Monday significantly hindered after the individual failed to respond to multiple calls. According to a statement posted to Facebook by Lake County Search and Rescue, the hiker had set off at 9 a.m. but had not returned by 8 p.m. that evening. After several attempts contacted by phone 5, Lake County Search and Rescue team members uh, were deployed to search high-probability areas around Mount Elbert. And this is 10 o'clock, so yeah. it's you know, late at night. It's dark. Uh, they failed to locate the hiker and returned back to their base around 3 a.m. the next day with a second search team made up of three search and rescue members picking up the search at 7 a.m. At around 9.30 a.m., it was reported that the man had returned to his place of lodging. Oh, my God. Uh, the hiker told Hello. authorities <laughs> that they had lost the trail around nightfall and had spent the subsequent hours searching for it uh, before finally reaching their car. Uh, they had no idea that a search and rescue operation had been launched to try and locate them. Uh, the Lake County Search and Rescue said, if you're overdue, according to your itinerary, 
and you start getting repeated calls from an unknown number, please answer the phone. It may be a search and rescue team trying to confirm that you're safe. Oh, I bet this guy wants to extend the warranty on my car. A total of 32 man hours were dedicated to the search. Uh, Lake County Search and Rescue did offer up a defense of the hiker's actions by saying, please remember that what seems like common sense and hindsight is not obvious to a subject in the moment when they are lost and panicking. In Colorado, most folks who spend time outdoors have a good understanding of the search and rescue infrastructure that is there to help them, but this is not the case nationwide. Uh, this so. man is clearly an idiot. Don't beat up on him. <laughs> In his defense, he's very stupid. All right, a chicken enthusiast. That's right. Is facing felony, burglary, and child abuse charges after allegedly striking a teenage worker in the neck because she was unhappy with the service at the KFC drive-through Jeez. window, according to Florida oh. police. So you can't you can't back talk the KFC people. Uh, you can't hit them. Okay, oh. so that's what happened. Uh, Alexandra Maldonado was arrested Friday afternoon following the confrontation at a KFC near her St. Petersburg residence. You call this chicken? Investigators allege that Maldonado, displeased with the service, walked up to the drive-thru window and hit the 16-year-old victim, Poor bastard. causing a visible red mark. Uh, Maldonado, who works at a Metro PCS store, reached in the, into the drive-thru window to strike the girl, cops allege. Sucks. The crime was captured on surveillance video. Maldonado was arrested after her car was pulled over by police. She reportedly admitted to the offense. I went a little crazy. And she was charged with child abuse for striking the minor. Uh, she was also hit with a burglary count for entering the KFC, which was closed with the exception of the drive through window. I will not settle until this person gets the death penalty. They put her <laughs> in the county jail, by the way. Hey, here's an interesting follow-up story to one that we had uh, last week. Drone operators were preparing to launch a daring rescue mission to carry several dogs out of the volcano's lava zone. Yes. When they realized something had changed, all of the dogs were already gone. And it was apparently the work of a group of mysterious rescuers who left a spray-painted banner reading, The dogs are fine, and the message was signed, The A-Team. The A-Team wow. yes. got in there. Any ideas to how they were able to... Get across those lava streams? Well, they, let's start with this. The dog's plight had made headlines for weeks after emergency teams realized the animals had been stranded by lava from a volcano prolonged eruption on the island of La Palma, Spain. A pity the food that don't save lava dogs. Drones have dropped food and water for the animals as officials consider ways to rescue them, and it was de- deemed too risky to attempt by yeah. foot. Helicopters were ruled out due to ash and pyroclastic uh, rocks in the air. Uh, and animal advocacy group Leal's uh, had then asked the drone company Aero Cameras to use large cargo drones to fetch the dogs, trapping them in nets, flying them to safety, and that plan moved ahead this week as special flight permits were approved. But the re- animal rescue story turned into a mystery. Uh, Leal said Thursday, uh, anonymous animalists seemed to have entered the area and rescued the dog, citing a video that it had received by email, as well as footprints that were detected by aero camera drones. The animal group posted a video to YouTube showing a banner on a wall where one of the dogs was located. Uh, and footage of the anonymous video was shot by a drone. Leal said that it suspects that the unknown rescuers might have used a drone's thermal imaging to determine a relatively cold path through the lava field. That's pretty amazing. And they used that. That's what they think. So and they, they were able to through. walk in and walk out. Uh, Leal said the video arrived via a brief email that was also signed by the A-team. Uh, the message thanked the group for its work and concluded with the hashtag that many locals in La Palma have embraced, which is stronger than the volcano. Uh, Arrow Camera said that its drone flights Wednesday had shown the banner where one of the dogs had been, but because the wind had seemingly flipped 
Uh, the large sheet over the message wasn't visible at first sight. While it seems that the dogs have been carried to safety, Leal said that they would like to know who the rescuers are uh, for them to share proof of the dogs, uh, that they're okay and in good condition, and also to thank them as well. Yes, so, that's uh, a great ending to a story. I thought that was a great outcome, absolutely. All right, and then we have time for one more. Uh, let's go with... I'm looking for a shorter one because we have somebody on the line. We do. All right, how about this? Uh, Christopher Sacco was fighting a large fish, or so he thought. He'd already lost it once, and he wasn't going to lose it again. And when he finally reeled it in the line, he realized that he had the catch of the day. But it wasn't a fish, no. It was an abandoned gun. Sacco was fishing off the shore before noon on Saturday when he reeled in a Publix plastic bag. Inside the bag was a black revolver with a rock secured to it by red and white twine. Oh so it was sunk uh, intentionally. Right. Um, Sacco said as he reeled it in, you got to be kidding me. I found a gun. <laughs> he said, he looked at me, he said, are you serious? And I said, I'm, like, serious? I'm like, bro, I found a freaking gun. Sacco called the sheriff's office to report the gun. Officers took possession of the gun and placed it in the property and uh, in uh, property and evidence. Uh, the weapon was entered into the Florida Crime Information Center and the National Crime Information Center as well. So somebody got ready to firearm. Yeah, I gotta believe that was used in a crime. You don't go trying to get rid of it. Do you go gun fishing with a pistol? I, is that yeah. something you do? Not that I know. It seems kind of reckless, right? Yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I got in the B file for Do you. people do that, like um, magnetic fishing? Don't they do yes, that? Yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, magnet fishing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, uh, so we have a guest on the line, and he is here to talk about uh, his assistance with the Camp Out for Hunger. Always welcome. Uh, yes, he is, and we do refer to him as the devil, hence yes. the music, and he's our friend, Mr. Stephen Singer. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Stephen Singer. Good morning, guys. I miss you guys so much. We miss you, too. I haven't been in the studio probably close to two years now. It's, it's been a while. Last time you were in here, you brought a, uh, you brought a puppy with you. I brought Buddy the, yeah. Buddy the jeweler, Buddy the wonder dog. <laughs> How's Buddy crazy. doing? Yeah, Buddy's doing great. We're both sitting here in our velour jumpsuit. We're right in tune with the show, as always. You would look great in, like, a purple velour. Uh, oh, yeah. Of all I, of the I people on the planet. The yeah, Stephen, yeah. you you probably look best of everybody that we know. I think like that that's your uniform. Oh yeah, I wear that with my pimp hat, man, and my gold cap, <laughs> absolutely, pink ring. ring. Mm-hmm. I look. You give me how fly I look in a 1972 Lincoln Continental. <laughs> That'd be great. I will, man. I will rock that. Own I it. will absolutely it. rock it. Oh right, yeah. Listen, so uh, <laughs> Camp Out for Hunger is on Monday, Stephen. I know. I can't, can't believe play. it's here already. And, and you it, guys are so. I got to say something just yeah. on behalf of myself and. All of the fans and everybody in our area in, in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, everywhere, that you guys always give back and always are so caring and so loving to this community. And I, I don't know of anybody that actually that does it better. And I can't thank you enough for including us and everybody at Steven Singer Jewelers to participate in this. And we're going to do something very special this year okay. um, just for the camp out. And can I announce what we're yes. doing? Yes, roll it out. What, right. are, what are we doing? You guys were talking about earlier, I heard you talking about um, walking on sunshine. Spreading <laughs> a little sunshine. Yeah. And we have the sunshine yellow rose Ooh. that we are going to uh, unveil today. It is live on our site. Uh, it's right next to the Preston and Steve logo and the Camp Out for Hunger logo, and it's platinum. 
And we are going to take a portion of each rose sold from now until the end of the camp out. And matter of fact, I'm going to commit till the end of till we sell this batch out for you guys. Oh. And we are going to uh, donate to that to the camp out. And you can uh, this is it is exclusive for the camp out. In other words, you can't get it regularly. It's a platinum rose. You know, one of our it's like our 24 karat yellow gold rolls. This is all platinum with sunshine yellow. So it has little yellow petals with little sparkles on it. It is fantastic. It's like, as Steve always says, it's like the garnish, the top of you. If you make a bouquet yes. and you put this one in the top center, fantastic, phenomenal. And you're going to be given to the Camp Out for Hunger. So it's a win, win, win. Somebody gets a great gift. Yep. We're giving to the Camp Out for Hunger. It's just phenomenal. Well, you know what they're also saying with all the uh, stuff going on as far as gift getting and so on and so forth, you can get in on this now. Get your gift set up. Donate. This has not existed before where you could do something like this and also donate to the Camp Out for Hunger. So as you said, it's a win-win. And we're very excited. We're looking at the rose right now. It's pretty awesome. I'm sure my yeah. wife is going to want one. I'll definitely yeah, so one. we've never done this. We've never tied a rose like like this um, in this type of situation, it, and especially at this time of year. I've, you know, we always do a new rose around Valentine's Day. So this is the first time we've ever done it. And for anybody that's, you know, celebrating love or celebrating life at this point, you know, with the last couple of years of everything that we've been through, and wh- what a more appropriate time than, than this to yeah. give to the Camp Out to Hunger with everybody in such need. And, I mean, I just can't believe every year you guys just top yourself and do it again and again. And, and just, it's it's really, it's it, it, unbelievable. I travel around the country and all people mention the Camp Out for Hunger. Uh, what a phenomenal job you guys well you know you, you know you know this is as well as anyone Stephen. that that really what happens like you're 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 really great with your your customers and, and your, your your people who uh you know visit you over the years and and for us it's uh you know we set up uh but the thing lives or dies by the generosity of the people who who listen to the show and the people you know in in the the tri-state area and the truth of the matter is we are never Never not humbled by the incredible efforts every freaking year, no matter what the condition, people step up and give, and that's what makes this area so fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you guys knock the, I mean, to the blood drive. I mean, there's so many things that you guys do to give back. And I, I just can't thank you enough for including us in this. It was, it's a wonderful idea. We are so delighted to be in it. And I hope we hit it out of the park and we raise a ton of money. I, I want to be, I want to raise more money than anybody ever raised. <laughs> Excellent. I, I mean, I would be so excited. It would be, it would be unbelievable. Well, we appreciate you, uh, you chipping in and, and doing this. We can always count on you, Stephen. So I hate stephensinger.com and you can get, uh, the free shipping and the whole deal in order through there, right? Free shipping, beautiful gift box, free love note or thank you note. You'll be able to search it under Preston Steve. You could search it under Camp Out. You could search it under Sunshine Yellow. Uh, you could get it in the store. You can get it online. We'll ship it to you right away. Just as a limited quantity. Okay. Yes. We want to sell out. And it's this is we are announcing it, like I said, for the first time right here and for you know for Preston. But anybody that buys it anywhere in the country, the the, the proceeds oh. are going to go for this for this charity. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So that gives people who are out of the area yeah. who listen online. Uh, yeah, we got answer. a lot of people that travel that listen to Preston and Steve, you know, that stream it and listen to the podcast and stuff like that. Anybody listening, they got it. Excellent. Well, Very we cool. love you, Stephen. Thank you for everything, man. We Thanks, appreciate guys. it. All right. I hate stevensinger.com. Steven Singer, guys. The devil with a heart of gold, a heart of platinum this time around. Uh, with the Sunshine Yellow Rose. And yes, a portion of the proceeds going to the Camp Out for Hunger, which is on Monday, mind you. So thank you, Stephen. We appreciate that. We'll take a break. Come back in just a moment. Stay close. 
You know, we couldn't do the Camp Out for Hunger without all our sponsors. They make it happen. We couldn't do it without them. 93.3 WMMR. Highlighting our valued partners, the local businesses who donate products and services that help make Camp Out for Hunger happen. Hi, this is Deb Chilea, and I'm calling from the Courtyard Marriott Philadelphia South, located in the Navy Yard, right next door to the Stadium District. We've been a proud supporter of the Camp Out for Hunger campaign for the past nine years. We're the team that keeps Preston and Steve and gang clean and refreshed during Camp Out. Hot showers do wonders for keeping the camp clean. Or maybe that is cold showers after some of those bits they do. From our donations for rooms for the event to our community effort to collect food in the Navy Yard, we are all in for Camp Out. If you're looking for a place to stay or a place to grab a quick bite to eat or drink, the Navy Yard Courtyard is your place to be. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Find out how you can make a difference at WMMR.com. This message brought to you by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Oh, you know what? Real quick, I wanted to mention, I'd, I'd asked uh, Marissa about uh, making an announcement about something we had planned on rolling out to you today about the Camp Out for Hunger, but it's not quite in place yet. So we just want to remind you that while we're doing that next week, believe it or not, next yes. week, it's much earlier this year, uh, Thursday night of next week, which will be November... Fourth. Yes, fourth. Fourth. We are going to have a special event that night, or at least we're working on it. We're waiting on the final approval yeah. of something. Uh, but we're hoping that if you do plan to come out and want to spend some time that maybe set aside, do a little save the date that Thursday night. So we just got to wait for this last little thing to come together. But it should be pretty epic if we can make this happen. There's a huge part that's already in place and locked and loaded. So that's that's well worth reserving the time. But, yes, if everything comes together, it'll be uh, – we haven't done anything like this. No. I know it seems all sort of tricky and, you know, we're kind of parsing out the information. But, as you said, it's well worth it. We just want the this little icing on the cake right. thing uh, there. So just kind of save that, you know, Thursday night if you can come down. Uh, hopefully we'll hang out and have a, a gathering, and it'll be outside. This will be outside of our broadcast area, which would be pretty cool. Right now, the projected weather is actually very good for that night. I love that. I love that. Hey, um, so we, we just had a conversation about uh, Halloween uh, movies. Yeah, Not necessarily horror movies, but Halloween movies. Uh, and we're on the we're, we're running into Halloween this weekend. Again, yeah. And uh, we have a short work week this week because we're headed to Chicago to accept this award. Uh, so if we're going to talk about Halloween candy... Damn it, we better talk about it now. <laughs> Gotta get it now? Absolutely. All right, man. Um, and one of the... Now, listen, we've had the conversation many times over, you know, your favorite Halloween candy, oh, so yeah. and so on. Uh, and there's always lists that come out over that. But it was kind of sparked... Uh, the, the the conversation was ignited by this coach the other night. And Nick, it's uh, Mike Leach. Who does he coach for? Oklahoma, I'm not Oklahoma. Uh, Mississippi State. Okay. And apparently, uh, he's a really funny guy, really fascinating guy. Loves diving into history, but has very strong opinions when it comes to candy. So this is a known thing in that community. And this is during the game. Sideline reporters <laughs> asking him a qu- asking him a question, and uh, rather than brushing it off, he goes into great detail. Yeah, uh, so it's I very play opinionated. A little bit of this audio. Here we go. We talked about on the broadcast how you hate candy corn. What's your favorite Halloween candy corn? I mean, I completely hate candy corn. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears. Let's see, uh, gummy bears for sure. Sour regular. The, the, the hair bow. It's got to be the hair bow ones. By the way, he's got a little bit of the uh, John Madden he does. Uh, uh, yeah, but, uh, in his voice. Yeah. A little bit of this. Like right, there's yeah. something in his cheeks. And then uh, the other thing I like is uh, 
is when they used to have the, the uh, sprees in a box. Outstanding. You have to go to the dollar store <laughs> Wait, to find it. Outstanding. Wait, what Outstanding. Is it? Sprees in a box. Oh, sprees. Yeah, mm-hmm. not the roll of sprees. Outstanding. Right, right, right. right. Well, you you got to go to the dump them into your mouth. You <laughs> go to the dollar store. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, there's still candy innovation, although a while back I found that Europe had better candy than we did overall because <laughs> they have gummy everything. And then, uh, but uh, um, the, uh, you know, they have those nerds clusters, <laughs> which is new. <laughs> yeah, which is good. The nerds clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably Almond Joy. Love it. Hopefully you'll get some of that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Thanks, Coach. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> so Bravo. he had mentioned nerds clusters, and I made this purchase a couple of years ago for... Uh, Halloween. Nerds clusters? No, it was Nerds Rope. The rope. Right. And it was an absolute hit with the kids. Okay. And I don't know if they make smaller. They have to. They have to make the smaller fun size. segments. Yeah. Yeah. I only bought the big ones. Yeah. And, I can't know, give away five yards of. Uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah so... I, I don't dabble in that stuff anymore. In the uh, the harder, crunchier, uh, or even the gummy stuff, no. too. I'm, I'm, I'm more just strictly a chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's me. Avenue, uh, but you know, my rock on my, too. My kids do the they do you know the nerds and the sour patch, and they they dig into all that stuff. I think that's a younger person's game, yeah. But then again, Coach Leach here, he's that's his jam, <laughs> boom, you know, boom. I mean, I would I would like all of it, but as you get older, it's like, well, what calories do you want? So I think that when you're a kid, you're not worried about that. You're going to oh, try the candy God, and no. the chocolate. Well, so now we kind of like to savor the chocolate. I wasn't even my 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 adoration maybe was was limited. Even when I was a kid, I did not like candy corn as a kid. As yeah. a coach, there was a whole bunch no, of candy, candy like, corn. Oh, disgusting! Yeah, yeah I, I I know everybody yeah. hates it, but but we used to eat not, that regularly. When yeah. I was a kid. Not everybody. Yeah, you liked it too. That's why they keep I, making it. I still like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you, it's one of those things like ketchup on a hot dog where you get beat up for it, and it's just like. I just like candy corn. Easy. There's yeah, some in relax. my back seat right now because oh, Jace, the back seat. Want, Jace wanted it, and so it's like a little container sitting in the cup holder in okay. my back seat. I hate it now. I don't. I would oh. not like it. It's just you know. <laughs> Uh, it's I don't know waxy sugar it's corn man it's, yeah. it's a vegetable yeah. I can eat it one time and one time once a year uh, you know a handful of candy corns no. good and then everything after that like nah it's good music though it's very subjective well, it's very I, don't, subjective. I don't put it in my mouth and bite it and go yeah. yeah I'm like okay this yeah it's sweet it's whatever but it's I not like it it's, it's not that I, I don't I, I don't like it it's just, it's just not that special. Yeah. Just, there's, there's not, I don't find anything special about it. But the gummy stuff my kids are into, and so my son, uh, I, I can do Airheads, and Airheads has like these, uh, is it Extreme? There's like this, you know, they have Mount Wawa. You go to Wawa and you get a bag of these things, and like usually they have like a sourness to them, and then the sour goes away and is sweet. And I can do the sweet tart ropes they like as well. Okay. When I was a kid, the... Um uh, as far as hard candies go, right. Jolly Ranchers. Man, would I go through a ton of uh, them. So way. even now, uh, like wow. an occasional Jolly Rancher, I think is solid. <laughs> and, and, oh, okay. Is, so I, like a, a food flavor and a good, a good flavor. Yes, absolutely now and then. Yeah, the green apple was my <laughs> yeah, favorite. Yeah, the green apple's excellent. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so that's that's more in the realm. The, the overly, um, I used to also like Razzles because it was also a gum. It was yeah. a candy and a gum. It was some sort of alchemy taking place in your mouth. <laughs> If you sucked on it long enough, Preston, it became gold. That's how incredible that candy was. I know it's candy, but it almost doesn't feel like a candy. But what are your thoughts on Werther's? Uh, oh, I loved them. Man. I do too. My but grandmother, my grandmother candy. had them. The, yeah, the classic too. thing. So yes, I love the Werther's, and they're they're. That's a fine butterscotch. 
Uh, Casey, I would uh, I would actually take. Wait, Werther's are more coffee flavored, right? Uh, buttery coffee, toffee. Okay, it's like a thousand you have butterscotch. Yeah. The regular that's Briars the yellow yeah. butterscotch. And I like but, those. But Werther's were uh, kind of. More- had this co- I used to actually put them in coffee when I was a kid. Ooh, really? and coffee and mix them in there until they would dissolve. It's That's- not a good Halloween candy, though. Like, it's, it's no. fine. Agreed. As a, yeah, mm-hmm. like a, an after-dinner treat or a coffee At a fine restaurant. Thank you. But so you're looking, I, so, may I say you're looking splendid in your velour suit, Tizzy? I would, I would not <laughs> thank you. I, would I, not I associated it. them more with, with Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Maybe because yeah. it was, like, always in the bowl Yeah, my, my Grammy's house. Yeah, Both, yeah. yes. My grandmother on my father's side had, had definitely had the, the all the the candy bowls and they were awesome. Yeah, and then Werther's now has the. It's more of like a, a chewyish Werther's with like a uh, apple center. Uh, it's really, really mm. good. Yeah, Werther's with a what? It's like a like a, a caramel apple center Ooh, to it. Yeah, that sounds kind of interesting. So it's not a hard candy. It's not, but it's not a caramel. It's okay. like in I don't want to mislead you. It's not a caramel. <laughs> uh, so we're looking at the selection here, Casey. It looked pretty good. I didn't yeah. realize they had all this. Expanded uh, inventory. So Rochelle always gets the Halloween candy early, so it's been out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> How does that even Can't last that. in your house, man? I, I am pretty good, but I have been sneaking. I've been mm-hmm. I've been picking at it, and uh, you know, like we we went to the movies a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like. We don't have to stop at the store. We got it all right here. And Caroline says, they're not taking the Halloween candy. And I'm like, we'll get more. It's okay. So we took some. Listen, but- Mr. Fuzzy Pants, maybe you should remember our children's birthdays before you get to grab on the candy. <laughs> I have been picking at the... Um, uh, um, the uh, peanut M and M's and the Snickers. I, I, I mind. Uh, you need to have nuts in it for yeah. To put you got nuts mouth. and a little bit of hair, uh, <laughs> uh, Preston. So they have they have the and I do love them. I go and I've I, I've had to select the only place I will purchase them from mm-hmm. the peanut M and M's. You know, so the CVS on Lincoln is <laughs> the only place. If I'm not if I this way, I stop myself. That's a built-in failsafe. Okay. But they the bags now have a wide yeah. opening for what they call sharing, which is a laughable concept. There are sharing. so many different sizes yeah. for yeah, peanut M&Ms yeah. these yeah. days. Yeah. yeah, Steve, like the share size. That's you're not. It's not. That's share. not sharing. No, come on. That's more for me size. King size isn't even really sharing. King no. size is like a, a little snack. If yeah. you're a benevolent okay. king, maybe no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I love Snickers with almonds. I absolutely, huh. it, good. It, it is, I think it has surpassed my love for regular Snickers. By the way, so I did, uh, when I, I grabbed one of these little uh, peanut M&M's, the mini versions that are handed out, you know, regularly for yes. Halloween. You know, you know how, many, how many do you think are in that? How many, how many oh. M&M's do you think are in that little size? Ten. Yeah. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with ten. Yeah, a dozen? Four. Four? Four. Four. Rip off. No. The ones that you get that are handed out, the yeah. little mini ones little for, for, for Halloween. No way. Four of them. No, Go you got ripped off is what happened. No, with those dude, ones. I kid you not. I can't. Well, all right, whatever. Wait, we wait. got a bunch you of them. Opened... You're looking at me like I'm crazy. Well, all right. So, did you open several of them and they each all had four no, in them? No, I opened one you... and it had four in it. Yeah, I think that one Check was Check him out, the, the average allotted, because that, I mean, that, that, I, I don't it doubt it. Yeah. Rochelle, if you're listening. Yeah. Call now. I want you to open up one of these on the air and and let me know how many. She's listening. M&M's. She yeah. just texted. That's not you, fun. again. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That is not fun size. Uh, that's sad size. Yeah, that's that's sad. Fun about Ooh. this. That's Thanks. that's destitute size. Yeah. Well, you have you have okay. So let's go over the fun size thing. So speaking of like Snickers, which is my favorite candy bar, 
You have fun size, and then you have the even just a little bit smaller size. What size is Minis. that? Bite? Those are bite size. Bite yeah. size. Right. Oh, bite size. Because some, some go by mini and some go by bite. Okay. They really should call the king size one fun size because that's a lot of fun. It, yeah. Imagine if genitals were you measured the same way. Oh I'd, be I'd be bite size. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick found that there are approximately seven to nine peanut M&Ms per packet. Yeah, you got ripped off. Bro. This is what size? This is the fun size. You yeah. might want to get into that Kellogg's lawsuit, Preston. There were four <laughs> class action lawsuit. Dude, sue M&M. Yeah. yeah. Would you please tell the court what you discovered upon opening that bag? Well, Your Honor, um, there were four M&Ms in that bag. And, Mars we're, makes and were you having fun? <laughs> I was not fun. I, I, I would say melancholy would be more. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, the call be deemed melancholy size. <laughs> melancholy size. <laughs> uh, so we've, we've got a, a surplus of this stuff. What do you absolutely positively pass on? Um, in uh, in your kids' uh, candy bag. Anything with coconut. You guys yeah. know that I don't. So yeah. anything that contains coconut, pass. Um, Preston and, and you and I, again, we, we had to be stalwart for the Bee Gees, mm-hmm. and we're going to be stalwart <laughs> for the for the, uh, for the coconuts. I'll stand yeah. by. Uh, uh, Mounds and Almond Joy, yep. uh, both exemplary. Even, uh, like, in, when you go into <clears throat> individually wrapped little candy pieces, like in a, a variety pack, uh, if they have the toasted coconut ones, oh Excellent. man, toasted coconut on ice cream, um, oh yeah, pops? yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm on board for that. It's wild though because for as much as I love peanut M Ms, I will pass on a plain M M&M. and <laughs> um, I will pass on a plain M M&M. and I'm, I'm kind of with you. Sound like Jack yeah. yeah. I will pass on. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, I don't like, hate plain M Ms, but they're boring. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. again, uh, so he, here's something that's really good with that. Um, the uh, the dark chocolate are uh, tremendous. Uh, and then also they have ones now that are, uh, have you had the brownie M&M's? No. I've seen them, but I have not tried them. They're good? Very good. A okay. little, a little sweet. <laughs> a little excessively sweet. <laughs> but it doesn't, you know, it's it's still worth it. I'll also 100% pass on Whoppers. I don't think I've ever had I them. love Whoppers. Malted milk balls, Malted Preston. Malted milk balls. I can eat them, but just a cup, a few of them. Two or three. A hundred? And then I'm good. I don't sit there. Now, what I, I do like better than that are milk duds. Milk duds. I like milk duds. I, I could eat more of those than Whoppers. I could eat more milk duds than Whoppers. <laughs> I could jump off the high dive. All right, Hang so on. you asked the question. I will pass on the Whoppers all the time. Okay. You don't like malted milk? No. Do you do you like malted like uh, malts like milkshakes with malts nope. in them? Okay. Uh, and that's, so again, it's not your thing. Bee Gees, okay. coconuts, and malteds. Um, let me go to Rochelle's on the line. Hi, honey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Don't ask me when our other kids were born. <laughs> I know when Parker no. was born in 2000. No. But so Kathy messaged me. She was like, he's mad at me now. My reply was, tell him to be a goldfish. Oh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to we- use that. I'm wearing my uh, I'm wearing my Believe shirt today from Ted Lasso. Okay, oh, so do, do you have one of those fun size uh, peanut M&Ms? I do. I grabbed two just to, you know, protect and balance. All right, please open them up and, and let me know. Because I got one that had four in it the other day. I thought that was a little chintzy. All right. All right. <laughs> You, it only had four in it. Well, so far you got screwed. Uh, how many in this one? Six. Six. Okay. Okay. Still low. And that's and that's still sh- one, that's shabby. The second one, fun size, has six. You totally got screwed. Oh, okay. yeah. but I still think that's worthy of a class action lawsuit. Yeah. Got screwed by two. Yeah. Always wanted to get screwed by two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rochelle, you have anybody? Any neighbors who want to? Get- <laughs> 
as long as we're I, on the phone. I guess I could give Esther a call. <laughs> All right, darling. Thank you very much. Love you. All right, love you too. Bye bye. Two days in a row. What? We get a call from her. Yeah, no. Wow. And both ends, too. Well, your butt and your mouth. <laughs> You're right. You're right. What a wife. Uh, here's one that I never got, and my, my dad loves this candy, but I, I just, it, it, to me, it's a complete pass every time. Tootsie Rolls. I, I don't see what the appeal yeah. is. Like yeah. the, if, Tootsie if, Rolls, I'll tell you the one. Let I me ask if you're... chocolate in theory, but like if I'm going to have something kind of chocolatey, I'm, I'm going to go actual chocolate. Yeah. I, I, it's uh, To me, it's you would spell it C-H-A-L-K. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it's like chocolate-like matter. However, right. in a in a uh, Tootsie Pop, yeah. yeah, I'm okay with it. I liked them when I was a kid, and again, I've, I've kind of grown out of them. I did like the big one that you get that actually looked oh, like yeah. a turd, looked like yeah. a dog turd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I did like when those. we ran out of them, we would have to just eat regular dog turds. So. Yeah. But <laughs> there is, um, they have fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls, and those are damn good. They oh, do. Yeah, they're a little bit better. They yeah. do. Yeah, I've those never aren't had. So bad. I don't think I would like. So the only like uh, candy that's not chocolate that I'll take are Starburst. Okay. okay. I'll do that. I used to love those, especially the tropical fruit ones that you can get. What about sweet tarts? No. no. Uh, but what about Twizzlers? Uh, chewy sweet tarts. Yes. 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 The, the red, the strawberry Twizzlers, right. I think. If there's nothing else. Yes. To me, I'm such I mean, yeah, I'm but... a snob when it comes to the chocolate. And I, I'm, I'm a step more. Anything that has a uh, a dark chocolate component is going to win over the, the milk chocolate. But that's that's just a, a, a basic you know, call. I'll say this now. Red vines can go to hell. Yeah. Oh, don't let Jackie Bam Bam hear you. Oh, just an abomination. Not even good. I got those one time they switched over at the movie theater from Twizzlers to Red Vines. I'm like, I'll try Red Vines. Mm-mm. I went out no. and ate like half of one. I'm like, this, this is disgusting. It's like demon menstrual blood. Horrible. All right, let me go to Amanda, who works for Mars. Oh. Hi, Amanda. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. Okay, I'm so, so excited that you work for a candy company. Uh, you work for Mars Candy, and it says here you can answer our candy questions. Yes, and you know, I got to say, I'm very excited. Mm. Uh, Casey, if you like the almond Snickers, yes. you have to try the almond brownie Snickers that just came out. Almond right, brownie we'll Snickers. Are you mm. trying to kill us hey, here? Amanda, can I ask you a question? Um, of course. Did the, the girls like me? Did the girls like me? <laughs> no, because I used to love the Mars bar, and I was turned on by, by uh, Jamie Farr in his uh, Mars bar commercial. Right. But they don't exist anymore. Is that because the Snickers almond exists? Um, I honestly, I can't speak to that. I, I really, I'm not positive. She's I not at liberty to discuss. Bar. I guess I'm a little young for the okay. Mars bar, but company secret. Yeah, it's all the condensing and trying to make the brand recognition. Gotcha. Uh, Amanda, what is what is the 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 uh, the cash cow, the the big Kahuna in the mm-hmm. Mars lineup? Oh, I mean the Snickers, the Twix, the M and M's. Those are the big ones. Yeah. And obviously, we also Mars is with Wrigley, and so we also do Starburst, Skittles. Mm-hmm. Lifesavers, Skittles I can handle now and then. Yeah, uh, in the non-chocolate, you know, category. Yeah, Amanda, do you work in the, in the factory? Do you ever go where they actually uh, produce the candy? I haven't had the chance yet. So the, there's factories all over the place. M and M's are made up in North Jersey, actually up in like Hackensack area. Okay, but I haven't had the chance to get up there yet. But my mother I lives in Hackensack. <laughs> Yeah, oh, she should probably be able to smell them being made half the time. Everybody says up there. You oh, is, is that one of those cases where the smell permeates the name? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really everywhere. I really do appreciate the non-melting value of M&M's. I think that that was an absolute genius move for the people who, who Melts in your mouth, not in your created that. Because, yeah, like I we when we went to the theater the other night, I had a couple of the um, Snickers bars. And I was going to save them to, like, you know. A quarter of the way through the movie, get it going a little bit. I got a thin candy shell. Yeah, surprised you didn't know that. 
Uh, no, but they uh, the, they had softened up a little bit, and it was kind of like, you know, I'm having to lick the wrapper to get all the chocolate off. Yeah. But the M&M's integrity stayed perfect to Your form. Your brain has the shell <laughs> That's right. What was the candy where the slogan was, squirts in your mouth, not on your face? Oh. Uh, Is that freshman gum? Gushers? <laughs> Cuckles. Gush cuckles. Yeah, that was cuckles. <laughs> no, there was that. In a that, bag of cuckles. What was that squirt in your mouth one? There was a gum called squirt. Yeah. Well, there's gushers too, there's right? Also fresh there's also a dancer. Gushers or freshman. Freshman was the, uh, we, we was called the it first the one. Amanda, C-gum. are you familiar with it? With a, with a, with a, what is the squirting candy? Is that in the Mars line? Um, no, we do not have any squirting candies, okay. unfortunately. All right. <laughs> Right. Uh, but yes, I do appreciate uh, the M and M's and their their ability to to be taken anywhere. How how well are the other uh, the army for GI? Yeah, you're yes, right. of course. Have the candy. How well are the brownie M and M's selling? Do you know any idea? I'm sorry, what was that? How well are the brownie M and M's selling? Oh, they're pretty good. They're very very popular now. And actually, they started doing a whole like dessert line now. So you've got the brownie Snickers and everything. So brownies are big. So they're they're calling them the dessert line of a candy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's actually, right now, there's like, you know, they do all the different mixes and stuff like that for the holidays. And for Halloween right now, you can get a bag of, it's called dessert mix. And okay, so you, you eat the M&M's as your brownies. regular meal, and then for dessert, you have, you have the, the brownie ones. Yep. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. The, peanut, the peanut M&M is the protein. Ah, there you go, of course. The brownies are dessert. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Amanda. We appreciate I it. I do tell myself Thank that, you. by the way. When I, when I do get um, uh, some peanut M&M's and they have warmed up a little yeah. bit. If, and you bite in, and the chocolate is just a little bit softer. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's kind of uh, it's nice. Something yeah. special yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. right? That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good feeling. <laughs> I'm going to have to rub one out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse You'll have me. To, you have to excuse me for a moment. <laughs> By the way, Nick pulled up a video on YouTube of the uh, Freshen Up gum. Yes. You should see. You're very suggestive. The, yes, yes. The woman biting into this. Steve, she's looking at it so longingly. Uh-huh. Like in a in a sensual yeah. manner before she takes it in her mouth. Just tell me when, and it squirts all over and the, the place. Their tagline is the gum that goes squirt. There you go. Warn me. I wonder why that was ever okay. Yeah. Warn me. <laughs> That's so great. Warn me first. Let, just tell me before it happens. <laughs> um, That's horrible. Man, That's just else. a bad slogan for a candy. Eighties were a different time. Oh yeah, they were. Uh, let's go to, hang on a second, I've never heard of this before. Hey, Ed, good morning. Oh, I'm sorry, we didn't have you turn up. Well done. Well done, Ed. All right, what do you want to tell us, man? Chico Sticks. Do you guys remember Chico Sticks? I do. love Chico Sticks. <laughs> to be honest, I can't remember what, what, are they just like chocolate? Um... No, it's nothing chocolate about okay, it. Okay, what, like what are they then? Buttery. Think of a, think of a, a Butterfinger yeah. without the chocolate on it, yeah. but with toasted coconut around it. Oh my God. Uh, okay, then I, then I, no, I, I don't That's think I've ever had this. like a Zagnut, maybe? No, I, I it, it's, it kind of looks like a pretzel rod. I yeah. It looks like a churro. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Circle. It, it was. I knew. Oh, yeah. Chico yeah. sticks. Yeah. Those are. Those are fantastic. It's like a butterfinger meets a Mary Jane because it because it kind of gets a little bit chewy because it is crunchy. Chico right. Oh, I it's, love Chico sticks. In the, in the center of it, though, you're right, Case. It does get like a little chewy, mm. and and it they'll stay in your teeth for days. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> Chico <laughs> sticks. Wow. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ed. Appreciate that. Have a great day. I'll also pass on a Butterfinger. Oh, oh. Pass them over here, girl. It's been a while Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Um, since I've had I, one. But I, there was a time I when I loved them, them, and then I got over them. Um, yeah. Uh, briefly. Yeah. Uh, they, the um, There's sort of a shrapnel element to the, the Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about Charleston Chews? 
Mm, I've forgotten um, what they are. They're they're they like rip your teeth out. Yeah, those are pretty good. And I, I think I'll like have one for old times' sake, maybe. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, I got to remember what a zagnut is. Um, because I think that that had a, uh, a a toasted coconut element to it as well, and maybe a a, um, a butterfinger type of center to it. My brother-in-law is hard to remember. Favorite candy, yeah. and it's just so bizarre. Is mallow cups? Oh, mallow really? cups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I, I'm not familiar with mallow cups. I do like malamars. Yeah. I, yeah. So yeah. it's like a it's like a Reese's peanut butter cup with marshmallow in it. Marshmallow huh. and uh, little bits of coconut, I believe. Oh, okay. What? Uh, what? What pop culture reference uh, talks about Zagnuts? Uh, Have a Zagnut bar. Uh, it's a Zag urologist. No. There is a there's a movie with Chevy Chase. I think it's it might be seems like old times or it's, it's one of those. Um, oh, uh, a foul play gone, or a foul play or yeah. one of them where he's he's trying to get something to eat. He's starving and he's breaking into a. Uh, uh, a vending machine, and the guy and he goes, Zagnut's good. I'll have a Zagnut. I hmm. think uh, uh, that that's the only one I can Preston, remember. Preston, is that so? Up on the screen, they just had the Zagnut. If you can put it back, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I, it kind of had a peanut butter center with a toasted coconut outside. Steve, I think you might like that. All right, on, on, because, because we, we pair up on a few other things, I may have to visit this. I don't know if they even make them anymore. I just had dental work, so my my uh, my dentist, <laughs> I'm sure, would recommend a Mary Jane bars. <laughs> And, uh, By the way, if you're ever interested in uh, nostalgic candies, and I've said this before, um, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel is a great place to go to to really? find stuff oh, that you, yes. in, the, yes, in their store, uh, things yes. are like, oh my God, I didn't know they made that yep. still. A Charlie Pride CD. <laughs> or well, actually well that stuff yeah, too, yeah, yeah. But, but as far as food goes, like, um, like do you remember uh, candies called Chums? I do, Like, yes. they would still have those. Yeah. And Chum takes on a new meaning now. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. means like fish guts and stuff. Yeah. Chum. <laughs> Or you can go to uh, go to Qmart in Quaker Town. <laughs> they have a they have that that candy store there that has okay. every yeah. single Sludge. thing from, from yeah. your uh, your child. By the way, I was, uh, I was thinking of uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice has Zagnabar. He tries to use a Zagnabar to catch a fly. Oh, yeah, well done. Yeah, well, well done. I didn't get it. The listeners texted it in, so well thank done, you guys. Listeners. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to know the top ten candies in America? Yes. All right, so uh, as as for 2021, Kathy? Yeah, this is uh, was published on usatoday.com. You going um, 1 to 10 or 10 to month. 1? And, uh, numbered. They're 10. not numbered. Candy Store. It's uh, according to CandyStore.com, right. the top 10 candies in America. Uh, I can go 10 to 1. I oh, you can? Okay. I All right. Can yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, okay. This ten. comes from Kathy Romano in Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, 10 is candy corn. Oh, okay. God, no. Number 10. Nine is Tootsie Pops. I wipe my ass with Tootsie Pops. Uh, Tootsie Pops. I like Tootsie Pops. Yeah. I, when I was a kid, yeah. I could get uh, this. I would I would accommodate them occasionally. When you get the rare raspberry flavored one, that was my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I never had that. Mm-hmm. Eight is Snickers. Wait. Oh, Snickers. Eight? Eight. Yeah. Oh, wow. Seven. That's a little low. But listen, yeah. these things, they listen, fluctuate. It's, all, it's who you know and who you, you know. Yeah. Seven is Hershey Kisses. Seven. Uh, six is Sour Patch Kids. Uh, I think this, and five is something that we missed, and actually I would, this is another one that's not chocolate that I, I would grab, Hot Tamales. No. Oh, wow. No. I never got into Hot Tamales. You know what, and I'll tell you what I think, and maybe in the remaining ones, but the ones that we did not mention, uh, Kit Kat. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Who's Kit-Kat. ranking these? Hot Tamales in there? Yeah, this yeah. is, uh, this USA is Today. Kit- yeah. Which, by the way, so, real quick, uh, so those were, those fell in the same kind of categories like Mike and Ike. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, Good and Plenty's, which can suck it, oh, yeah. by the way. But that's black Charlie and said, love my Good yeah. and Plenty's. Charlie said, really rings the bell. Yep. Charlie said, 
Love my good and plenty. Suck it and good I plan and plenty. on eating them when I go to hell. Yep. I feel like there is a very divided line between people who like black licorice and people who don't. Like, you either really like it or you hate it. I think right, right. Are, are you a black licorice person? Oh, no. I, and I, I like liked it. Jägermeister, which was weird because it tasted I, like that. I, I, I do not like that licorice, that black licorice yeah. seed, the flavoring. Yeah. I don't like it. You yeah. like, you like uh, Zambuca, Preston? <laughs> like what? Zambuca? No, I never huh. did like Sambuca. But you like Jaeger and I like know. licorice. And it's because everybody was drinking Jaeger. He's complicated. Mm. But that yeah, hot you tamale. You did like Jaeger. Like, would you really take a sip now? And go, ooh, yeah. yummy. God, no. Yeah, right, no. exactly. Like Pierre says, this is motor oil. Yeah. Hot yeah. tamale, though, was a, there was, it was hot tamale, Alexander the Grape, Cherry Clan, and Lemonheads. And now all of those are the same. So it's Lemonhead, Grape head, cherry head. Oh. Yeah, so there's all... Mine head. <laughs> Mine, Mine head. head. Uh, those... Keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number four is Starburst. Okay. Uh, Starburst. Starburst are, again, for a non-chocolate candy, and yeah. I think you mentioned yep, that. Yep. I can get away with that. Yeah. Number three. Three is M&M's. Mm. Number two. A, an easy standby. Okay. <laughs> uh, another one uh, that I like, two is Skittles. Mm. Skittles in the yeah. Starburst I like realm, I think. Right. Skittles exactly. and Starburst. I, they're not a go-to for me, but no. you know, mm. people love them. Maybe on a sandwich. Yeah. I did, they, do, they do have some of the best ad campaigns. Absolutely. Of all the campaigns, okay. Yeah. By far. So with all of these, what do you guys think number one is? Because we've heard. You know what? I gotta go. Steve said Kit Kat. I'm going to go with Kit Kat. All right. Oh, I think that's it. number one mm. on the list. Uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I would go. All right. Well, let me go. How about, how about a standard... A standard Hershey chocolate bar? Oh, what about Milky Way? Because no. Milky Way is... Oh, Milky Way. All these ones that we named Narnie... Arnie... Narnt? Arnie... Narnt even in the top ten. They Narnt. All right, well, what is it? Nick was right. Reese's Cups. Reese's Cups. Yes. Okay. Balloon yeah. suits for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know what? They uh, when when you get those uh, for Halloween, the little bitty ones wrapped in the in the foil. I'm alright with that. No, nah, it's not enough peanut butter. Do they not? <laughs> do they not? No, case. I I think the mistake they make a lot of times, like with the Cadbury eggs and stuff like that, is that they, they the, uh, the peanut butter ones they put too much of the peanut matter in it. Do they make dark chocolate Reese's peanut mm. butter cups? I think they oh, do. Yes, they? I think Good they question. do. Yeah. Uh, if so, I've never had that before. Uh, by the way, here are the different sizes. You have Jumbo, Big Cup Classic, uh, Mini, and Extra Mini. Mm-hmm. There's one level above Jumbo called Mom Can Handle That. Uh, <laughs> speaking of moms, uh, my mom makes homemade uh, peanut butter cups. And really? they are fan-freaking-tastic. No kidding. Yeah, Steve, I tried to replicate it one time. And, um, you killed a family of seven. I did. I, it, it, was, it was such a... Actually, that family of seven probably wished that they were dead because what turned out was not good at all. They, like the confection that you have to make out of the peanut butter, uh, it, it just precise. ended up tasting like peanut butter. So Ugh. it was not good at all. But my moms are, are fantastic. Uh, Katie Zane, we got to uh, wrap up. But uh, Dan has been on hold for like 15 minutes. He's just right. dying to tell everybody this. So let me go to him. Hey, Dan, good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right, Dan, you wanted to state? 100 grand bar. Hundred thousand dollar bar, candy bar. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is it hundred grand or hundred thousand? They changed it to hundred grand. Okay. Hundred grand, and yep. you know what? Yeah, hundred grand bar. It's. Uh, I think it's underappreciated, Dan. It is a good candy bar. It has. It has a good helping of caramel, or caramel. Yes. And that's yeah. When you get that in the hot, because it always comes in the Halloween bag mix. Yes. That's, that's the one you got to steal. Uh, by the way, I think the mini size is is probably the the best size for any of these things because if you eat thirty of the minis. You just eating a small bit as opposed to eating two or three large candy bars, right? That's how it works out. I believe so. Yeah, if you eat By small way, pieces of it. 
I have a question. Thank you for your call, by the way. Uh, is is a baby Ruth just a chocolate covered payday? No, it's uh, not. A ba- it's more like a Snickers, right? Uh, isn't mm-hmm. there caramel in there? Yeah, but so but there's but but a a, a, a payday is just a peanut covered caramel. If you put chocolate on it, mm. oh wait, are we? That's a baby Ruth. Are we forgetting about the all important nougat? Yes, nougat and, and caramel can sometimes get confused. I agree. They can get so blended. maybe maybe the baby Ruth has All right. nougat. And Good not question. Caramel. What the hell is nougat anyway? <laughs> I don't know, man. So uh, the for me, I think a very dramatically nougat. underrated candy nougat. bar is the Three Musketeers. Not nah. I. Yeah, I know that they're obviously it's been around for a long time. It's a they're light huge. candy bar. There are huge uh, Three Musketeers fans, uh, but I think it's a waste. Yeah. Personally, I think and and I think a Milky Way is just a Three Musketeer with caramel in it, and then a Snickers is just a Milky Way with peanuts in it. Huh. I submit to you. <laughs> so and I know we have a lot on our docket today, but I can't. We're not going to be able to get to that particular court case. But that's what I've always thought. Baby, and what constitutes nougat? Uh, well, I don't know, but Baby Ruth and Snickers essentially have the same ingredients. All right. Hey, here we go. Peanuts, caramel, milk, chocolate flavored nougat. Baby Ruth and what? Snickers. Have the same. They don't taste the same. Yeah, but they don't taste the same. It's the same stuff. All right. Well, listen, nougat. Here we go, Steve. A family of confections made with sugar or honey, roasted nuts, whipped egg whites, and sometimes chopped candied fruit. Okay. I do like the Three Musketeers. I like the. uh, Remember the the whole thing about the Three Musketeers? It was the candy bar that didn't make you feel full. It was. uh, It would float out of the woman's pocketbook. It was so light and calorically friendly. What a scam, those ad campaigns. You won't feel full. (laughs) Don't worry. It's good for you. Yeah. It has corn in it. How can it be bad? Anyhow, have at it, folks. Dive in. It's uh, it's Sunday, but if you got it sitting around, you're you're allowed. It's the week. You can do that. Start eating. we got to take a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment. Don't forget, Tattoos Day. Chance for an impression to Steve Tattoo from our friends at Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll be back in a moment. Acme Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Beginning Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout October and November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Fill Abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. I have a few shorts I want uh, mm-hmm. to squeeze out, if you don't Good mind, uh, real quick, because I'm going to have to rapid fire these because I've, I've been getting a lot of them, and I apologize. Uh, it says, good morning. I want to give a shout out to my amazing husband, Keegan, for his birthday, November 2nd. Cool name. Listens to your show every day. He's a delivery driver, and he's always in the car with MMR on. Uh, he is a great husband and an even better father. I'm so proud of where he is in life. He deserves this and so much more. Happy birthday, Keegan. Thanks. That's from Rob and his wife, so there's a shard out. Uh, also, one that says, hey, Preston, wanted to request a shout out uh, by me for my 72nd birthday. Wow. Oh, nice. Uh, the actual day is November 7th. And I will be at camp out on November uh, November 7th is his birthday. I'll be at camp out on November 2nd. Would be awesome if you could all do it then. But any time is great. Uh, thank you so much. And looking forward to seeing you all. Love you. That's from Janet McCurdy. <laughs> Janet, that's cool. We'll Janet's see you there. Awesome. 
Uh, also, this one, it says, uh, hey, my birthday is October 23rd. Can I have a shout out between now and Christmas? You got it. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. And that is from Dan Connolly, owner of Connolly Pest Control, LLC. <laughs> Happy birthday to you, Dan. Uh, another one says, hey, wanted to give a my wonderful, beautiful wife the wettest shout out. She's not only my boss at work, but my boss at home. Also, I work for ShopRite in Ben Salem. We donate to uh, Phil Abundance all year long. And I just want to promote it even uh, even more. Just buy an extra can of non-perishable food. Throw it right in the giant crate uh, on the way out the door. And that is from uh, Junior uh, Graffenstein. Graffenstein. <laughs> Junior, you created a monster. And they call it Graffenstein. Uh, and then one more. Blather, you created a monster. Uh, and then the last one says, uh, hey, guys, rock and roll. Absolutely love you all. I collect for the Palace Skating Rink. Uh, now for my podcast, Lady Juice. That's right. Uh, they've come down to the camp out many times. This is from Amanda Burns. She says, we're having a collection on Halloween. Was hoping that you could share or possibly give us a shart out. Uh, here's the info for the event. And she sent this to me. Uh, so, yeah, they are accepting all canon non-perishable items for the Camp Out for Hunger 2021. Nice. Uh, and it mentions a few different things. as Lady Juice and Santa First Food Podcast. Um, and so I don't know exactly what all this information means, but it says... Wherever they are sold. So thank you, and uh, we appreciate that. Uh, Amanda, there's a shout-out for you. All right. Uh, so, Casey took a little trip over the weekend. That's why he was out yesterday. Yes. By the way, this was, he didn't take a day off. We, we try to take days off together. Right. And uh, things had shifted with this uh, trip to Chicago that we're doing. So, we decided to not take uh, yesterday off. Uh, but Casey had already planned this trip and everything. So, he ended up having yesterday off. Uh, but went out to Arizona. Yes. Yeah. It was a fish show. Yeah, when I had planned this trip, uh, the Camp Out for Hunger was not scheduled for <laughs> where it's scheduled now. Right. And you guys had not been inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. All of these things didn't exist when I had bought the concert ticket, the plane ticket, and booked the hotel and all that stuff. And I actually tried to get back on Sunday, but I would have taken a bath on, you know, switching the flights and all that. So I just said, you know what, it is what it is, and I'll just, you know, have to, I guess, take my lumps. But, uh, yes, my uh, my buddy Jeff and I went out to Phoenix. Uh, so Fish announced their, their fall tour. They were playing in Arizona for the first time in 20 years. Um, I wanted it to coincide, and so the idea was go to that show on Friday night, hike in Sedona on Saturday, and then go to the Eagles game on Sunday, which is in Vegas. It's about a four-and-a-half, yeah. five-hour trip away. Couldn't get tickets for the Eagles game for, like, less than 500 bucks at the time, so we ended up going to the Arizona Cardinals-Texans uh, game on Sunday instead, which was actually a really cool experience. That's cool. Yeah. And your buddy Zach Ertz ended up playing at the game. That was pretty cool. And, you didn't um, know that was going to happen. I didn't know that that was going to happen either. So when, when I the, came here just for you. We got there before the game, and we were, I was hanging out by the, by the players where they come out of, of the tunnel, and I waited there. For Zach to come running back into the tunnel before they go out for the big, you know, announcement and everything. And as hey, he was, Mister! Hey, Mister! Hey, buddy! Hey, um, Mister! So I was wearing my Eagles shirt. I was uh, wearing Eagles hat, nice. and uh, and so he was running by, and I just yelled, "Hey, Zach! You know, like Philadelphia loves you. Thank you so much for everything you did." And he looked up and he gave me like a, a hand oh, signal. Nice. Yeah, it was really, really felt like a little kid. What if he stopped and said, "But do you love me?" Yeah, no. I. Well, listen. I wanted him to know that Steve. 
Hey, kid. So he, uh, I just wanted him to know and feel the love from Philadelphia, and I, and I think he did, but I, I wanted him to. That had to be nice. It's good you did that. More so. Yeah. You know, uh, all right, so the touchdown that he had on yeah. Sunday, uh, it put him in the, the Hall of Fame. He's the only player in NFL history to catch a touchdown pass in consecutive games for two different teams. So his last game as an Eagle, he had a touchdown catch, and then his first game as a Cardinal, oh, okay. it was never done ever before. And that'll put him in the Hall of Fame? Uh, it's there. The football that he caught the touchdown with and the gloves, uh, they are now in Canton. And Casey's jersey. And oh. my jersey, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make Zach Ertz a Hall of Fame player. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got a yeah. connection to it for Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah, so... All right, we we get there on Friday, and it was kind of whirlwind. We we I, I kind of skated out of here a little bit early on Friday. Hopped on a plane. You missed the Paul Abdul interview. It was I listened to it. God, that was amazing. Yeah, you guys are good. Thank you. But anyway, you got to. I, I get. We get to Phoenix. Uh, we hop in. You know, the rental car. We get to the hotel. There were a couple of things we wanted to do. We wanted to have some real good Mexican cuisine out there. That was that was one of the things my my buddy Jeff wanted to do. You can only you can Google it, you can Yelp it, but really, you ask a local, right? So when we get to the the hotel, I check in and I ask the lady. I say, "Hey, we, you know, is there a place where you can recommend that we get like a nice, good uh, Mexican dish?" <laughs> and her answer was, "There's a place down the street that has really good New York and Philly cheesesteaks." <laughs> what? That was her answer. That was her answer. I was like. She misunderstood. Did you not hear the words yeah. that just came out of my mouth? That was the first thing you said after I asked for a Mexican meal. Well, how did she? So did she see your point of just, your point of uh, departure was Philadelphia? Is that why she assumed you were looking for cheesesteaks? You were in a jersey. I don't know. An Eagles wearing, hat. Um, Delco. Anything? I was wearing a fish shirt. I can't remember how, well, maybe I was. How did she? Did, that's a, that's an amazing assumption to make. If there's no, yeah. uh, there's no visual thing. Somebody to had say, to said yeah, something. You probably want cheesesteaks. Yeah, uh, but also to say New York and Philly cheesesteaks. Yeah. When does New York get looped into into, into that? Cracker crap. You got your own thing, right? You got your bagel, bro. Yeah. I just wish uh, our audience could have seen you jumping up and yeah. down when you. Furious. Uh, actually, they can if you're yeah. watching yeah. on YouTube right now. You saw Casey <laughs> jump as he got all excited about her, uh, and then she's making that mistake. She told you where the Louvre was, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Oh, it's in Paris. So we ended up finding this place called uh, Barrio Queen, and that was actually recommended. Oh, oh. Dude. So, um, we, we, uh, so marijuana is legal in Arizona. By the yes, way, it is. I, I don't smoke marijuana. I'm sober. I've been right. sober almost 10 years, but, you know, uh, I wanted but to see... Jeff smokes like a fiend. No, he does not. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's, uh, he doesn't touch that stuff either. He's, okay. uh, Respectable. Yes, he's uh, a nice for the clerk. Understood. I'm yes. sorry. Go he ahead. And his, his wife is supporting him in his goal to become a priest. Uh, so I, I just that. wanted to go see what one looked like, right? So what's this pot look like? The yeah. uh, well, what does the dispensary and yeah. this place look like? It uh, it was terrible. Right. But anyway, the people that were waiting outside of there, uh, they're all from this area. Oh, they're all they? from like Philadelphia. One oh, dude, that amazing? It works for SpaceX. He's like, I was like, oh, so what do you do? He's like, I build rocket ships for SpaceX. And I was like, waiting for him to like yeah. laugh. I was like, that. Oh, you actually do that? He's like, yeah, yeah. no, I, that's what I do. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. They had recommended going to uh, Barrio Queen. So we ended up going there, had a nice meal, and that was that. And then we went to the Fish concert, had a great time at the Fish concert. So this place called the Ak Chick. No, no, Ak- Action. I think it's Action. Action. Nick, how would you say how huh? would you say it? Is it Action Pavilion? I'm not sure what you're talking Actin? about. Uh, where, where I went show and saw was? the Fish concert. In uh, Glendale? It's in... Arizona. 
<laughs> I think it's in Phoenix. Wow. Anyway. Anyway, I thought he was listening to me talk. <laughs> I am listening to you talk. I don't know what you're talking about right anyway. now. Anyway. Action. I think it's called Action Pavilion. Yeah, A-K-C-H-I-N. Yeah, I think action. it's a fun way to spell action. Yeah. A-C-T-I-O-N. So, went to the show, had a great time. Uh, Saturday, we hiked in Sedona. By the way, the... Uh, uh, traffic in Sedona is terrible because they have these little circles all the way down the main I've, drag. I've been, there. yeah. I, when I was out there, and I, I, you know, the last time it would seem pretty okay, but I have no doubt that it's gotten much worse. Well, the thing with the circle is you you have to you know you have to merge, and you know you, you get behind people who are like too scared to merge, and you don't, and, you, and it ends up causing a long line of. Uh, but you didn't like traffic. that. No, oh, yeah. I didn't like the traffic circles. You're hiking Sedona. Everything you wanted it to be. Yeah, it was great. We did this thing called Devil's Bridge. It's nice little, you know, easy, easy hike out, and you yeah. go to and this is just you know natural archway that we saw. It was beautiful. But like the cool thing is, is afterwards, went to a place to grab a bite to eat. This place called Sedona Beer Company. And as it turns out, the guys sitting at the table next to us were all from Philadelphia. Yeah. I saw you post that picture. You had a whole battalion of guys yeah. all from the area. That was awesome. And then not only so, so the one guy is named Smitty. He was a drummer from yeah. Pepper's Ghost. I was like, okay, well, hang on a second. I've seen you perform before. Uh, he's with another guy named uh, Chris, and then this guy Randy, who the only reason he was on that trip is because he heard me mention it on the show. He listens to the show. And uh, and so he heard How me cool. mention that I was going to go out and see, you know, fish and the eagles and hike. And he called his two buddies. He goes, hey, do you think our, our wives would let us get away with something like this? And they were on that trip as a result of That's listening cool. to the President Steve That's show. It's bizarre that you ran into them at that place. I know. Yeah. I know. And because this place, is, it was totally, like, off the beaten path. It wasn't, huh. like, on the main stretch. It wasn't on the main drag at all. Circling back, uh, Action is the name of the Indian community, so it's that has nothing to do with the word action. Oh, Get out. Action is a Maricopa County. Um, the uh, Native Americans there are interesting. the Action tribe, right. so that's why they named the arena that. No cool. kidding. Action Park is an Indian park as well. I did not oh, know that. Wow. I had no clue about that. But then you know, and then you know, that was it. Like we ended up going out to dinner that that night with some friends and had a really nice meal. And, and then the show itself was good. The, the show, show itself was right. great. Um, yeah, I, I was just super happy to be there, and also. Um, it, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of people. Like we really? had, a, we had a plenty of space around us in this pavilion. I thought huh. it was going to be like you know a lot jam. of these jammed, like yeah. nuts the butts and everything. But you know, ended up being a nice time. When so. you go to places like this, I know in the back of your mind, case uh, you think. Maybe I could retire here. Did you think that at all uh, in Arizona? Um, so in Sedona, I, I, it's so beautiful. Like. Phoenix. It is gorgeous. It, Phoenix is is fine, but where we were, I wasn't like, yeah, this is this is a, a spot for me. But there were spots of Sedona. Where I was like, this is cute. This is really nice. But then you know, Scottsdale is a very big retirement area, and that's that's beautiful as well. So that's where we ended up having dinner yeah. on Saturday night was in Scottsdale. But the problem with that was. I got there at night, so I couldn't really see what what that looked like, yeah. you know, during the day and stuff. But when you're driving out there, and we drove from Phoenix to Sedona, it's about you know hour forty five minute drive. It's just beautiful. Yeah. You know, you're just seeing these these beautiful mesas and mountains and and all that. And and I can you know probably Nick, a nice answer, time of year to be there too. Perfect time of year. Yeah. I mean, like in Sedona, it was probably about sixty, you know, pushing seventy degrees. Oh, nice, like no humidity. When we ate in Scottsdale on uh, on Saturday night, we ate outside. And, you know, just T-shirt and, yep. and pants. and I do you know, know it gets just blazing hot in the summer, though. Yes. If, if, if that's not your thing, then, yeah. then that's not I was out. Place. Scottsdale was 121, Ooh. I think, when I was one year. Harsh. Yeah, yeah heavy duty. But, Damn. Yeah, and then uh, I Ubered for the first time in my life yesterday. I have never, ever Ubered before. And so, like, it was ah. a whole bunch never of... Never done Lyft or anything? No. Okay. No, Where are you going? Just, Wee! 
while you're in the back seat? <laughs> no. Really enjoying it? No, no, no I okay. did not. You're like the spinning wheel, like the, the pig in the Geico commercial with yeah. the yeah. Oh, pinwheel. Yeah, the pinwheel. <laughs> it's fun. So I mean, cool. yeah. I, I forgot to mention to you guys that I also, uh, so I didn't buy the insurance on my rental car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the guy was giving me the spiel about. Yeah. Hey, if you, uh, you know, well, uh, if something happens and the car's in the in the shop, you have to pay per day and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like, it's only $24 a day for the, I'm like, but I have insurance. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have insurance. I'm good to go. I don't need it. And then he started, like, scaring me into thinking that I needed to buy the insurance. But you I know didn't. we have monsters here. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, I spilled an entire cup of coffee in the back seat. <laughs> like, an entire cup. Like it was, I had four cups of coffee and a, and a, one of those little holder thingies, and I went to go pick it up, and it just like crumbled on me. A bent ad, and I and it dropped, and the no. lid popped off. No, I'm sorry, it was an and it was a 24 ounce cup of coffee, so it was right. a full one of those and a half of another. That was there. What? That was there. That yeah. <laughs> when he handed back in. Uh, well, I was <laughs> I. It actually made the car smell better because I think the car kind of smelled a little bit like right. stale smoke. And I said to the guy, I go, because there's a big sticker on the dashboard that says, you know, no smoking. Right. And I said, you need, I go, listen, this car smells like stale smoke. Yep. I said, you need to know that now. Yeah, I'm like, write it down on your on your little notes. Yeah. Here. Because they go through, they go sure. walk around and make yeah. sure that there's no no scrapes or dents or anything like that. So why do you go with, uh, with no insurance? Because I have insurance. Am I so, you know, like I have insurance, and the insurance that I have here should port over and it should, unless or does I'm, it? Um, I thought it did. I've seen reports know. that suggest that that might be the case. I myself always go for their, their I do insurance. Too. You I do just, too? I, because just just simply because I don't want to get hosed. Listen, and if I I'm going to get hosed one money. way or another, yeah. so I might as well get hosed their way, and and a little bit less yeah. than what could potentially right. be. A lot well, this more. is this right. is on uh, Market Watch as of 2021. If you already have car insurance for a personal vehicle, you probably don't need rental car insurance. Problem. Yes, you can use your it own car probably. car <laughs> insurance for a rental car. Right. Also, okay. sometimes right. your, your credit card will cover um, yes. And so, like, if you have a, a particular credit card, that will help you out in a purchase. The one thing okay. not covered is a 24-ounce coffee yes. spill. They're right. very specific. So 16 ounces, you're good. So, so what happened was I yelled at the top of my lungs, Mother effer! I was like, oh, God! And I couldn't, like, you know, and now I'm fumbling. I'm just trying. And I made it worse because one had spilled completely. And as I was trying to catch that one, the other one, <laughs> the lid popped right. off, and then half of that spilled over. I was like, oh, you got to be effing kidding me. Was it me. fabric, or was it... Um... It was fabric. It was in the floorboards. All right. Was okay. it velour? <laughs> it was not velour. <laughs> I don't know if that would have been better or worse <laughs> if it was velour. Oh, but Lord. I got everything out, and yeah. then I just... I'm looking at the bottom, and I mean, it was a it was a straight-up yeah. puddle right. of coffee. And then there was nothing I could do at that moment, so I just went into the room. I, I dropped off the, the coffee. Yeah. I grabbed some towels from the... From the room, and then I went and you know sopped up as much as I could. Um, but when uh, were you going to be returning it? I returned it yesterday morning. No, no, no. I mean, uh, at oh, the that time was of the Saturday morning. Stuff. That and was you... Saturday morning. I was. Oh, yeah, time for yeah, drive. Out. You go to a car wash. Yeah, sure. yeah. You could have gotten it detailed. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, where you the, put flames on the side of it? The Dunkin' that I was at, that where I got my coffee, yeah. it was a, it was a Dunkin' Donuts car wash like gas sta- station. Super I've never seen those. Yeah, this Dunkin' thing car was, washes. This thing was massive right, and well. very very busy. But no, I just I, it and ended up smelling nice. You know, <laughs> like smelling like coffee, better than stale smoke. That's a lot right. of people are texting in about the insurance that you probably made the right call, Casey. Oh, your good. credit card should add additional insurance, and if you have comprehensive coverage, you're okay. And uh, 
You have to check your coverage. Yeah. Okay. So that was $25 a day. That was $75 I saved. And I was able to spend that $75 on a bowl of soup and uh, and some appetizers (laughs) on Saturday night. I know you guys don't care much about it, but uh, I sat and had dinner with uh, with eight people total, and we split. all couples, but you. So it was two couples and four singles, and so we ended up splitting the bill at the end of the night. All I had to eat was one bowl of tomato soup. I ended up getting bang bang shrimp that I only ate half of. And so it was I, just bang. It was just bang. It was yeah. bang, one bang, bang. <laughs> one bang shrimp. And then uh, and then so we ended up splitting the bill at the end of the night. So we all threw our credit cards in, right? Right. And I didn't I didn't even notice this until the end. We were driving home and I was saying to Jeff, I go, dude, I just spent eighty dollars on a bowl of soup. Jesus tell us this story last night on the conference call. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that doesn't hit with you guys? That, 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 like, no. <laughs> like, no one no, said anything. Yeah. Nobody we, said anything. We've all, we've all had a situation where you're you end up paying more because you're paying it with a group thing, and that's part of the deal. I, I, I've done, I've paid thirty bucks for a piece of pizza and a Pepsi. You know, yeah, it's all. Well, but they should have divided it per person. Who cares if they came as a couple? They both ate. Yeah, so the couples only put in one credit card per couple. Well, right. that's the deal of, because yeah. the the server will split it up. Yeah, and so if a couple is, you know, then then somebody else has to do the math for the for the server to make that work because they're they're not going to throw in their own individual like Rochelle and I. Our credit cards are exactly the same. Right, yeah. I, it's, just, it's the same account. Yeah, yeah you, you know can what easily I mean? say to the server, put $160 on this card, Yeah, you end up having these. to do the math as opposed to the server when you just go split it X amount of ways. Right. So, oh, you know correct. what I'm saying? Yep, but, yep. yeah. So, I, uh, and I, listen, it's not the end of the world, but... and you I want to contact it, them back? It wasn't that big of a deal at the time. It wasn't until... Still- hey, how you guys doing? That was great. It was great. Listen, it, it's going to... I know it's going to seem kind of strange why I'm calling, but when we broke up the cost for that dinner, <laughs> um, and it's it's sort of been getting at me here, that I, I, I'm, I think I paid a little bit too much, so I'm going to give you a dress. You can either send a check or... <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> Will a gift card work? Yeah, yeah. I well, feel like when you go out to dinner as a group, like, you just got to be in for paying more than what oh, you yeah. get. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is what it is. I think $80 is pretty... Marissa uh, pulled her microphone down. She's yeah. the, the restaurant maven here, so... Well, I think about this all the time, especially when you're um, planning on going to a steak restaurant with your coworkers <laughs> soon, and you're a vegetarian, and there's a chance you might just have soup and a salad. Right. No, but I think a couple should... 80 always... bucks, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be cheap if we get out of a steak restaurant for 80 bucks, right? Well, I didn't... I only knew, like, the one person that we went out to dinner with. Like, uh, my friend Courtney from college, she was out there for work, and so it was her, her boss, and then, like, one of their big clients. And then another thing that me and Jeff were saying was, like, I was surprised that they didn't pick up the, t- the tab <laughs> because it was, like, it was almost like a work meal for them. Right. And they could just write that stuff off. I Marissa, hate those. You're right? going to say couples should do what? I consider either throwing in two credit cards to make it easy. Like, if there's eight people, then maybe just throw in two credit cards or definitely tell the waitress. But down south, Casey, you would love it because the the servers down there actually split up the bill and hand you your individual bills. Okay. So they, they'll do it here, too. I mean, yeah. if, if you but, if you request that at the beginning of the meal, hey, we're, go, we're going to... We're all going, you know, or, or give us our separate bills or, you know, b- break this up accordingly. Yeah. Well, also, Steve, you know, when you run into this issue, I'm, I'm sure, because you don't drink... But, like, drinks on these menus end up, you yeah. know, so I was the only oh, one yeah. at the table not drinking. Right. Uh, we also got there later um, because we were in hiking in Sedona, so we didn't have a... We ended up getting there 
uh, about 45 minutes later. So they had all been sitting down and drinking and stuff for about right. 45 minutes before we had even gotten there. So then they, whoever these people were, the people you knew should have just said, I got, I, you're, I got you on this one. Yeah, that's kind of not fair. Yeah. You didn't drink and mm-hmm. you certainly didn't get... You got whatever you got your your half would, a shrimp it, and, and tomato soup. Ba- bang bang, but I, just one bang. It, listen, if I was at the table, there's no way I would have made that person pay the same thing as I made with a bottle of wine and appetizer yeah. and entree. But some people are real casual about it, just like whatever. We'll just you know, we'll just throw in. Yeah. And, and, Casey, and Casey has this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Casey will get this one. I hate that dance. I hate that uh, the check dance. I can't stand well, it. Oh, that's why terrible. I hate it. Like after the age of thirty, there is no dance anymore. Like when you go out to dinner with a group, that that protocol is gone. It's you're splitting it, and and if you didn't get the drinks or you showed up late or whatever, that's on you. I know. If you if, and it sucks. Yeah. I understand what your plight is, but like you reached a certain age, those that protocol is. Now, uh, you know, it's gone. Yeah, unless you have an agreement ahead of time. Hey, we're all going to pay. We're all going to have a separate check. But eh, that never happens. I don't think so. Also, Marissa, don't worry about it because you'll drink your the difference in the steak cost and the cauliflower <laughs> oh, cost. There you go. <laughs> hey, speaking of wine, by the way, Kathy, at this Action Pavilion, you can buy bottles of wine. Like, we just went up to, like, uh, get, you know, they have cans of water that look like beer, which is really right. weird. Uh, but they haven't met the Met. I looked over them. like you can buy full on bottles of wine and carry those carry over the... to your 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 seat, which oh, I thought was really, really interesting. Bizarre. Yeah. Somebody has an interesting point says, Casey, you've just turned this into an se- and, and a, and a segment on the air. So expense the whole trip now. There you go. So there you Whoa. go. And put it on the station. We've turned this into entertainment. Yeah, Bill was definitely <laughs> Bill's going to sign off on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And they can pay for that. And your, on your taxes. Well, all right. And well. Bill, I'm impressed when you're saying that. I see you talked about this butt thing that you went to <laughs> You're right. Uh, break that we'll off. Cover that, too. All right. Bit of an adventure you had. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Thank you for sharing. Well, I, I appreciate you guys allowing me that day off yesterday. I'm sorry, but thank you very much. No problem. Yeah. It's okay. Steve, you <laughs> talked about your Halloween decoration. Write it off. Yes. Right. Stolen Halloween yeah, yes. decoration. Yeah. How much? It was about $11. Write it off. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. I had a little adventure yesterday. Do I have time to share a quick story or should, we, should we break? Yeah, we uh, we need to be out. You got plenty of time. Five forty-two. 42. I, I, I wanted to share this real quick because it's fresh and we'll never get around right. to it if I don't. But yesterday I went, and I'm not going to say uh, where exactly I went, but I went to a, a medical appointment. Right. Yesterday. It has nothing to do with my butt or my, you know, no. none of that. It was it's something more else. Botox-ish. Uh, no. <laughs> But anyway, so I show up for this appointment. It's it's a new appointment for me. I've never been in this place before, and I need to go and fill out some paperwork ahead of time. Right. So they asked me to be there about, you know, 15 minutes before my appointment. I show sure. up there about 20 minutes ahead of time. I walk into the um, I walk into the reception area, and uh, nobody's behind the reception desk. Huh. But I could get into that area. There was, right. It was a small little office that you come into, and there's a, there's a, there's a desk, and then the door that leads back to... The it, it was like I said it was a medical so there's a sure. exam, exam rooms back there so um um I'm standing around I'm I'm waiting and I wait about five ten minutes nobody's coming um mm. and I'm like okay uh, and I'm I'm looking around and I look behind the desk there and I see okay I see a pair of glasses there I see uh, I see a, a glass with a, with a straw in it I see a, a pen with some notes written down next to it I'm like. People have been here. This is right. not, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't show up right. to the wrong places. You have two offices. I'm like, okay, I came to the right office. I checked. I made sure. I checked my time. I actually spoke to them shortly before I got there. But, yeah, yeah you're going to be here. So I'm like, I know I'm on time. I'm like, what's going on? So I'm like, all right, well, I'll sit down, wait a few minutes, <clears throat> whatever. I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And it's just getting closer and closer to my appointment time. 
And as I'm waiting, an older woman walks in to the same office. She walks up to the front desk, kind of looks over there. And I go, hey, I've been sitting here for 15 minutes. And nobody's back there. And uh, she had a little bit of an accent. She's like, well, they told me to... Uh, to call ahead, right? And uh, and and, uh, and and I call and it says they're closed, and and I go, yeah, well, nobody's here. She had kind of like I can't right. do a Russian accent, but it was kind of. I like had that. the appointment. Well, not that bad, but anyway, <laughs> I called the phone for to be here to get teeth looked at, <laughs> and I come and nothing. All right, so <laughs> who are you? <laughs> With your Mister Lyle Love It <laughs> So anyway. She's saying there, she's... And on weekends, uh, travel to Capital City and watch a ladies while they make a toilet. So she's calling and uh, just, a, she's like, a, you know, I'm going to call again. And, yeah. and she Is that calls. okay with you, pretty boy? While she's calling, the phone is ringing on the other side of the reception desk and it goes to the voicemail and it says they're closed. And so, so we're standing around and I'm like, well, I, I don't know what to do. You know, I'm like, I'll... I'll, I'll I'm like, I'm going to wait around for a few more minutes, and if yeah. they're not here, I'm going to leave. But you saw, like, a, a, a cup? Like, yeah, uh, there, there yeah. were clearly signs. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, it looks like they left in a hurry. I'm like, because they left stuff laying out. And I'm like... Did you start CSIing the site? Well, I said, yeah. I said, I hope it wasn't an emergency yeah, or yeah. something like that. And and she's like, I, you know, I don't know. And I go, yeah. And I go, because look, and I started pointing out the evidence. The more I think about it, I'm like... Well, maybe something did happen. Did you slide the pencil into the barrel of the gun? And the more I thought about it, I'm like, well, maybe maybe something's going on back there. Oh, oh wow. Now okay. you're like, so you do these escape rooms, so yeah. now you're doing something. You I just need, like that. Yeah. need Mission Impossible, okay. uh, yeah. Casey, oh. if you don't mind. Because yeah. so then she goes, well, if, if I could, I would, you know, I would, I would go back there. I would go I, back I to the rooms. And, and I go, well, I could go back there. So we slid a chair over. <laughs> you climbed through the window? And I climbed up over the top of the desk. Yeah. <laughs> now, listen, they don't know this. Oh, yeah. And they know who I am, and they're they hearing this now. on the radio now. So I, I jump up on the top of the desk. And if they have security camera footage, they'll yeah, see yeah. it. Oh, we want to see that. So I jump over the desk. Right. And as I'm going back into the offices, I swear to God, this is what I'm thinking, Steve. If I round the corner... yeah. I might see dead bodies. Oh, yes. God, you don't know. I might see. There may have been a crime committed here. <laughs> or so you might see some whoopee. No, no, no. no. I wasn't expecting that. Or I'm going to be the hero yeah. because somebody's being held hostage at gunpoint. Yeah. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to save the lady, day. Go take care of it. So I kid you not, I started thinking about my Krav Maga training. <laughs> oh, my God. You got ready. And I got ready and I jump over and I'm going... And I swear to God, I'm crouched down like this. <laughs> God, I hope they have this video. So that I would be able to move. Be safe, hero. Quickly if I needed to. And I'm like, I've got my back yeah. against the wall. Yeah. And I'm turning and I'm peeking around corners. And I'm going, and I'm going, I'm going hello? Hello. You know, and I'm looking around and doing this whole thing. Now, where the big mistake in my training that I didn't do is I didn't grab some type of a something. weapon. Yeah. Some oh. type of thing that I might have like needed. But I literally am looking and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, you know, like the FBI would. Like, like yeah. I would, you know, quickly look yeah. at it and move over the other way. And I, I walk through. Morning's your host. Identify yourself. <laughs> it's okay. I'm a broadcaster. This is the point in the horror movie where you're yeah. like, why would he do that? Why does he just leave? Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think of that, Kathy. You're yeah. right. There's a demon. Well, you want to try to save the hostages. So I'm picking it, and there's like seven. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was back there. There's all kinds of rooms that I'm going through, and I'm looking. What the hell is this? And eventually I see the office is at the 
the end of the hallway, and I'm like, anything's going on. It's down there. That's the room. That's where they've got them. There's That's a glow coming room. out from under the door. And I'm thinking, I literally am thinking there's going to be a guy yeah. with his arm around someone with his hand over their mouth and a gun to their head or a knife oh to their God. throat. And I circle around and I look and I see that there's, there's nobody there. And I'm like, you know, clear. You know. Yeah. So and, and, right and was about, the Russian woman behind you? No, she stayed she in the, in the she, room. She stayed Don't in the room. Don't worry, I have your six. And so I, what I should have done is open the door so she yeah. should come in. She could yeah. come in and, and thank you come, and uh, well, have my well, six. But anyway, so I, I finally there was one other area I didn't go to. Uh, which was like a, um, it was like a closet. A closet. Uh, these doors, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, man, the bodies are in there. <laughs> I, I open, <laughs> I open it up. No, it's a giant nitrous tank. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Treasure. I, I couldn't find anything. <laughs> you were back there for very long. What happened? Nothing. I was looking. It's a giant nitrous tank. And right then, right yeah, then, yeah. I whoa, hear, whoa. come back, come back, come back. I hear the lady yelling for me. Oh, no. He's like, no, no, no. She's like, she's like, she's like someone's coming. <laughs> I'm like, I'm busted, man. She's like, because I thought they were going to be in yeah. the in the, uh, right, the room right. when I got out there. Right. She's like, no, I saw them go by the door because it had a glass, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a glass out into the hallway. And there was another entrance to the back of the office back that way. Okay. I was like, I saw them go by. <laughs> Quickly. So I come running back. And as I step back, I'm, I'm, uh, they're, they're, they're making their way back into behind the desk. And I look up on the desk. And there's a giant footprint from where I step. And I casually walk over, Kathy. And, wipe and I put my hand on. I'm like, hey, how you guys doing? And I'm wiping it off. Clean it off. talking to them. Never said a word about it. And they saw you on the other side of the divider? I, it was like I was waiting in the, in the, oh, room, wait, the room the whole time. Oh, where I was supposed here. to be. And they were just running late. They had a, they had another thing they had to go do. Uh-huh. And so, what did but, the Russian lady say? I thought about telling them. Oh yeah. I thought about saying, but I went creeping right. around in their office. Yeah, no, just leave. But it, it was the best intention. I, I thought I was you were worried in the day. It is kind of weird to not not unless did they say it was an emergency of some sort? They knew they had an appointment. Why not leave a little sign back in five minutes? I I don't know. Right. Maybe I didn't it was ask. lunch, and they were. Well, right. it wasn't lunch. No? They, they they had to go to the hospital or something okay. was going on. But anyhow. You should have seen me. I was crouched down. Oh, that's great. I was crouched down like this. I was in the mode, and it was just, it was very surreal. But, um, that's amazing. That was a bit of an adventure, yes. So that would be great if you, they walked in. Oh, you, my you come God. Back, you, you've what got the nitrous do, man? You've got the nitrous tank, tank of your arm. Yeah. <laughs> you've got some of the tranquilizers. And, yeah. and you and the Russian lady. Um, I didn't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how I was going to explain it oh, man, if they came funny. walking in. But I, I had the best Listen, of intentions. There, there was, the place was empty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to save them. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, it was a great day. Better day than when I went to the hospital. Yes. Right. A lot more fun. Fecal matter. Yeah. You've All had right. a banner week. It has been <laughs> a banner week. And it's going to continue to be a banner week. we got a lot going on. All right, let's take a break and come back in a moment because the Bizarre File stories are up next for you, my friend. We'll return shortly. 
Hey gang, it's time for the Preston and Steve Camp Out for Hunger, benefiting Phil Abundance. Now this year, it's quite a bit earlier than usual. It all starts Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. And while there will be some standing room only spots in the Bimbo Bakery's USA broadcast tent, we are again emphasizing cash donations both at WMMR.com and at the register at your local Acme market. Non-perishable food items can still be donated at our drive through drop-off fueled by Pepsi. Camp Out is not possible without the generosity of you and our partners. Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers, White Horse RV Center, Keen Compressed Gas, Wisfis Bank, Xfinity from Comcast, and Mayfair Fence. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, we're going to do the B-File story. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. Sponsored by Valley Forge Casino Resort. They have positions open today. You can apply today at vfcasino.com slash, I'm sorry, dot com backslash careers. So we'll start with a gentleman named uh, Vinath Udumzin, who is from Dublin, Georgia, Mm. and has been accused by federal prosecutors of fraudulently applying for an economic injury disaster loan, which is a COVID loan. The man claimed to be running a business but reportedly spent most of the money on a rare Pokemon card instead. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. I mean, a lot. How of outlandish when people really need that money. Uh, Odom Zine is accused by authorities applying for the loan last year, claiming that he was running a small business and employed 10 other people. The loans, which were available nationally and resulted in the government lending over $200 billion to American businesses, were designed to help cover the cost of payroll, rent, mortgage utilities, and other ordinary business expenses during the worst months of the pandemic. He was successful and was given $85,000. The only problem was the prosecutors alleged he had no such business, and instead he spent the bulk of that loan, about $60,000, on a single a Pokemon single card. Pokemon card. Uh, he's now been charged with wire fraud, and if found guilty, could be spending up to 20 years in federal prison and would also face a $250,000 fine. How do you like to be next to a big, burly convict and he asks, what are you in here for? In case a you're wondering, Pokemon card. The exact identity of the card was not disclosed by prosecutors, but that kind of figure puts it uh, in the in illustrious company. Uh, this would make it the 10th most expensive Pokemon card purchased of all time, pricier than the $45,100 spent in December uh, on the X Deoxys Gold Star Holo Rayquaza number uh, 107. Well, that's obviously. That's exclusive. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Been here on a Pikachu charge. A coroner has positively identified the remains. This is a this is a tragic story, but it's just it's wild that they All just right. found this. So a coroner has positively identified the remains of United Airlines executive Jake Cefolia after he was reportedly missing over a year ago. According to a press release issued on Sunday, Cefolia's remains were found in the Waterfall Glen Forest Preserve in Lamont, Illinois, about twenty five miles outside of Chicago. Authorities were able to positively identify the 50-year-old Cefolia through dental records, uh, though a cause of mer- uh, man and manner of death is still under investigation. There are no signs of foul play. Uh, he was found hanging by a belt from a tree. Yeah. Uh, Cefolia's wallet, driver's license, and backpack with other personal belongings were also found at the scene. Uh, police said that uh, they were called out to the preserve after contractors stumbled upon what appeared to be human remains. Workers were moving invasive species in the area when they found human remains hanging from a low-hanging uh, branch. 
And uh, I mean, it's horrible. The human remains were located in a very thick, covered brush area, extremely so that you could be ten feet away and not see it. And the foliage is starting to drop. Right, right. But um, he was uh, first reported missing in August of 2020 after his ex-wife told authorities that he failed to show up for his night with the kids. His car is found hours later, parked outside of the Waterfall Glen, uh, where he was frequent to run and hike. An extensive search included bloodhounds and multiple law enforcement agencies. And they couldn't find him. Turned up nothing. Bloodhounds. And they now, yeah, it was a surprise. Right. They stumbled across him. So uh, days before he went missing, he was in talks to sell his house but failed to show up for a meeting. Law enforcement said that uh, the Dorstad... Uh, was under investigation during the time for uh, for his uh, of his disappearance, but they wouldn't share any further details. So he was the senior vice president of worldwide sales yeah. for United Airlines, like a, a, a top executive. Muck, yeah. so I just thought that was really, really strange. It is. All right, let's. I'm going to follow it up with a horrible story. Oh, uh, unfortunately, maybe you guys heard of this: Houston police carrying out a welfare yeah. check on an apartment found a nightmare: three siblings abandoned and living with the skeletal remains of a fourth. Uh, the sheriff, um, Ed Gonzalez, uh, said, "I've been in this." He said, "A very horrific situation out here. I've been in this business for a long time, and I've never heard of a scenario like this. It really caught me by surprise." The surviving children were 15, 10, and seven years old. They've been living in de- deplorable conditions for quite a long time. And uh, Gonzalez was asked whether he meant weeks. The sheriff said the kids were on their own for much longer period of time. He said it seems like they were there while the body was deteriorating. It's horrifying. Uh, on Sunday afternoon, the 15-year-old called police and said that uh, his two younger siblings had been left home alone for several months and that his 9-year-old brother had died and his body had been left in the apartment for a Dear year. God. This is just beyond belief. A year. Deputies sent to the scene found three unsupervised minors and they saw the skeleton, which was out in open view. The two surviving younger siblings showed signs of malnourishment and injury. All three surviving children were taken to the hospital. Their mother and her boyfriend were later found and questioned by authorities. It appears they were basically fending for each other, the sheriff said. The other the older sibling was doing the best he could to take care of the others. Now, I didn't see any more on this yet I, I, as to whether the mother and the boyfriend or if the father is in the picture at all or yeah. who was watching them or who had them in this place or whose residence that was, I don't know. Apparently, some neighbors were reaching out, like, giving them food and stuff like that. Did you see that? I didn't see all of that. Uh, so, uh, it's a horrible that's story. horrible. Yeah, so I want to uh, find out more about what happened to that. All right, got to wrap it up with something lighter than that, clearly. It's going to have to be as light as a Three Musketeers. Bar. All right, how about this one? I love this. Uh, this is out of England. Uh, though we all know chips or crisps yes. start their life as a solid potato, we don't expect to find one at the bottom of a package. Yet this is what woman woman found in West Yorkshire on Friday at lunchtime. She said, I found a potato in my Aldi crisps today. That is uh, Leah. Uh, she told the uh, Metro that she bought a multi-pack and hadn't noticed the strange shape or weight of this particular bag until pulling it out for lunch. She said, working from home, looking for a quick bite to eat. She was shocked to find an entire whole potato <gasps> with one lone soggy crisp in the entire bag. That's her invitation to the potato factory. Uh, she said, <laughs> it's like Willy Wonka. Yeah. She said, I was between meetings while at work, working from home, ran into the kitchen, grabbed me a bag for me and my boyfriend. While her boyfriend locked out with a regular bag, Leah was left horrified when she felt something abnormal in her. She said, I opened it. Without looking, I reached in and felt a smooth, cold ball. 
And I was just so shocked, not even realizing it was a potato, and completely freaked out at what I just touched. It's amazing. Uh, she said, my boyfriend was laughing away next to me, smugly eating his full pack of normal crisps. I got two warm balls for you. Uh, how this happened, we aren't sure, but the potato appears to be slightly salt, lightly salted in line with the flavor of the bag it's, Leah it's had bought. wild to see a fully intact potato that yep. made it all the way through that process in the bottom of the bag. Yep. All right, and that is all I have in the bizarre file at this point in time. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We've got stuff to give away when we return with the lesson question. We'll get the trash. We'll get the music news. All that is coming up next. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. A cooler day today. You probably experienced that by now. 63 is our high. We were up close to 78 yesterday. It was unbelievable. Oh, man, it was fantastic. And then the storm, and then the horrors came in. No, the storm <laughs> came in. It was powerful. Yeah, it was, uh, the power got knocked out last night. Oh, uh, really? At my house, yeah. I don't, huh. I don't know how, for how long, but I woke up to a flashing, huh. uh, flashing um, uh, alarm clock. Huh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fortunately, I set my... My phone as well as my alarm clock, and uh, but I, I don't know how long that went out. But nonetheless, here we are with cooler tempers because that front made its way through. We're going to have some more rain this afternoon. Uh, 66 tomorrow with some clouds and then sun, and then 63 and mostly cloudy on Thursday. And we might rain this weekend, so we'll see. How <laughs> Uh, lesson question today will net you a Blu-ray combo pack of M. Night Shyamalan's chilling and mysterious thriller, Old. And the question I'm going to go with uh, from the 6 o'clock hour, Keith Urban is a big fan of the Bee Gees. What other similarly named band is he a fan of? 2 215-263-WMMR. Keith Urban is a big fan of the Bee Gees. And what other similarly named band? 215-263-WMMR. If you were listening, then you probably heard, and hopefully you'll call in and win. We'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it is brought to you by Jersey Mike's. Listen every Saturday while you watch the game at home. Order through the Jersey Mike's app to get free delivery every Saturday. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. What's going on, Steve? Well, Lori Laughlin is getting back to work after serving time for the Varsity Blues scandal. Laughlin was starring a two-part holiday movie on the family network called I'll Be Home Confined for Christmas. Yeah. Hey! A husband and wife from Niagara Falls both received Charles Manson tattoos that included ashes actually made from his cremated body. Patrick Booz and his wife, Deanna, say the tattoos will provide police with some context when they eventually investigate their murder-suicide. Oh, yeah. my God. And finally, the rumor mill, we've been reporting on this, working overtime after news that a mysterious condition forced Queen Elizabeth to cancel a trip to Ireland. Son Prince Charles is, is, is insisting the Queen is fine, saying he sees her every day when he brings her her tea sweetened with Visine. Yeah. <laughs> 
And that's your Hollywood track. At IT, we are looking for the answer. Uh, Keith Urban is a big fan of the Bee Gees and what other similarly named band. Uh, we got two mics on the line. I'm going to the first mic that uh, that called in. Hey, Mike, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning at Radio Hall of Famers. Good morning, ah. sir. Thank you. All right, so Keith Urban, a fan of the Bee Gees, and what other band? The BJ. The BJ. <laughs> well done, Mike. Hang on. For you, sir, we are going to give a Blu-ray combo pack of visionary filmmaker M. Night Shyamalan's chilling and mysterious thriller, Old. And you can own it now on digital, 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and DVD featuring all new bonus content. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, so it's brought to you by KGL in Newtown Square. They need teens and young adults with mild to severe facial acne for clinical trials. Uh, there's compensation paid for time and travel, and you can go to KGLSkinStudyCenter.com. All right, we'll start with this. Uh, they may have a new EP on the horizon since reuniting, but Guns N' Roses' original members, Slash, Duff, and Axel haven't even begun to write for their next album. Slash, what? Yeah, Slash told Billboard, as far as Guns is concerned, we haven't even gotten to that point of really in earnest sitting down and writing. Uh, we've been doing a lot of material that's been sitting around for a while, and that will be a whole focused endeavor unto itself. Why does he shorten it to Guns and not And? Yeah, right? Uh, as And is doing. Uh, and Slash is referring to the follow-up of uh, GNR's 1993 album, The Spaghetti Incident. So uh, their four-track EP called The Hard School is due out February 25th. I wonder if in concert he plays anything from that Chinese Democracy album. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, is, is, is that just... You know, I don't think so. Right? came and went. I mean, yeah. It came and went. And there's so much to choose from with yeah. this, um, Appetite and, and uh, the mm-hmm. two Use Your Illusion records. They don't need to dive into that. Pierre will like this. Uh, Grateful Dead has a new bobblehead dolls just in time for Halloween. Each bobblehead is available. Zappa, zappa cool, man. For $39.95 on Etsy or Amazon. The bobbleheads come with a full-color full collector's box. And you can purchase Dracula Bear, Ghost Bear, Frankenstein Bear, Witch Bear, and Skeleton Bear. Yay! Each bobblehead is available, like I said, on Etsy or Amazon if you want to get that. Uh, Dave Grohl. Reveal the backstory to Foo Fighters' 1997 signature tune, Everlong. Uh, Grohl appeared on the Kelly Clarkson Show to promote his new memoir, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music, which is top the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, Dave said that Everlong captured a perfect moment in time. Uh, He said, I was in love. And one of the things that I loved so much about this person was when we would sing together. Ah, so they actually legitimately were singing. He said it's meant to sort of represent that moment. All moments are fleeting. He said, you know, if you could be in that moment and think like, if anything could be this good again. Ah. And uh, no, it's, was, it's literal. And it was uh, Louise from uh, Seether. Oh, yeah. uh, or no, not Seether, from... Um, Baruch Assault. Baruch Assault, thank you. They have the song Seether. And uh, she actually is singing the vocals that he had her record singing on the phone on that song, which is pretty uh, huh. pretty cool. Paul McCartney has joined the No Autographs Club, which Ringo Starr has been a part of for years. Uh, Sir Paul mentioned his decision on not signing autographs in a new interview with Reader's Digest. He said, it always struck me as a bit strange. Here, can you write your name down on the back of this till re- receipt, please? Why? We both know who I am. Uh, of course, Paul isn't um, 
opposed to interacting with fans, adding, what you've usually got is a ropey photo with a poor backdrop and me looking a bit miserable. Let's chat. Let's exchange stories. Well, you, I get it. You just want to prove to people, like, what would you give to have had a photo of you? Do you have a photo with I you? I don't. Of me and Paul together. But he I did do, sign something, I right? I have an autograph. And it's signed to Kenny Knight. And the whole, yeah, I was, that part sucks. But, yeah. but um, part of that is you have something to keep. It's keep Yes, you know, to remind you of that moment. I, know, I, I get it. As somebody on that level, we were talking to Jim Norton yesterday about this and celebrities and going up and getting the, the photos and pictures and stuff like that. And, I, I, I mean, you must get bombarded constantly. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, somebody of his stature? you kidding me? But, um... I get it. I also understand why he wouldn't want to do it all the time. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, I've always preferred a photo. I think that's uh, something you can display. Why don't you get away from me, Jokov? Mag has been doing a lot of uh, press lately to promote his memoir, The Lyrics, 1956 to the Present, which comes out November 2nd. As previously reported, the lyrics, 1956 to the present, is comprised of 154 songs written by Paul and dives into the stories and inspirations behind them. The autograph that you have from him, it, uh, what does it say? Do you re- recall? Uh, it says, to Ken Shears, Paul, uh, 93. That's okay. Because he loved MMR. No, it was in 1993. <laughs> 1993. Wouldn't that be... Oh, <laughs> send it back to him. Yeah. Dear, dear Paul McCartney, my name is really Preston. Could you cross out Ken and write Preston? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, but there's such a story behind it now. I know, like, yeah. It's okay. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's a great picture. So, uh, or we're looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says, uh, cheers to Ken, not to uh. cheers. And it says, Paul McCartney, 93. Cheers is a great show. Oh, Thanks, Ken. Uh, he was a great guy. Just the best. And I, I should show you guys, too, the autograph I got from Linda McCartney, too. That was really cool. It was her um, her vegetarian cookbook, and she nice. wrote, uh, you know, to Ken or to Kenny. Yeah, uh, go veggie, um, love lettuce. Go to hell. So go go suck it. <laughs> go eat a bag of D's. Yeah. She was the first one to coin yeah. that term. She bag says, of D's. you know, um, is uh, normally I'm against eating meat, but I'd love to see you eat a bag of D's. <laughs> Uh, out today is also Bruce Springsteen and President Barack Obama's first joint book called Renegades Born in the USA. Wrote uh, Britain's The Guardian uh, posted excerpts from the tome in which Bruce talks candidly about the long shadow that his late father, a manic depressive, Doug Springsteen, cast over his life. Bruce recalled in the book, I always remember him complaining that if he hadn't had a family, he would have been able to take a certain job and go on the road. Did you see his, uh, his stage presentation? I did not, no. It's on Netflix. Um, and or at least was for a did while. Did you watch it? I did. Is it good? I think it's really good. Okay. Then yeah, and you, you like get a lot of uh, a big peek into his life growing up. So he talks to his dad, you know. Yeah. It's kind of a terrible thing to say. If I didn't have a family, I would have done this and gone on the road. He said it was a missed opportunity, so we felt guilt. And that was my entire picture of masculinity until I was way into my 30s when I began to sort it out myself because I couldn't establish and hold a relationship I just couldn't find a life with the information that he'd left me, and I was trying to over and over again. He went on to explain how the negative emotions he felt from his father began to shape him. He said, the thing that happens is, uh, when we can't get the love we want from the parent we want it from, how do you create the intimacy you need? I can't get him to, I can't get to him, and I can't have him. I'll be him. That's what I'll do. I'm on stage. I'm in workman's clothes. I've never worked a job in my life. My dad was a beefy, bulky guy. I've played freaking guitar my whole life, but I've got 20 to 30 extra pounds on me from hitting the gym. Where did that come from? 
Why do I spend hours lifting and putting down heavy things, uh, lifting up and putting down heavy things for no particular reason? My entire body of work, everything that I've cared about, everything that I've written about draws from his life story. Uh, he went on to say that uh, he entered into hardcore analysis when he was about 32 and had some time to figure things out until marriage and fatherhood came to him. He said, I don't have my children until I'm 40, so I'm eight years into looking into a lot of these things because what I found out about that archetype was that I was effing destructive in my life. It drove people away. I drove people away that I cared about, and it kept me from knowing my true self. And I realized, well, if you want to follow this road, go ahead. But you're going to end up on your own, my friend. And if you want to uh, invite some people into your life, you better learn how to do that. In my darkest times, I wanted to feel like I was being hugged. I'd put on an old velour jumpsuit. <laughs> Felt like I was wrapped up in my father's love. The song is called Valor Tricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's pretty. It's pretty wild. You, you look at it. You look at a confident, successful person like Bruce Springsteen, right. and you don't think of those underlying tones. You know, it kind of go, it goes to Ted Lasso a little bit. And there's tons of Sometimes father issues in Ted Lasso. Father issues can shape a person. Who you are, and you may have this exterior, but inside it's a different story, you know? Father said to me that he said, when I pass away, I have this huge armoire I'd like you to oh, shut <laughs> up, man. Uh, I live in a mansion, but I have no place to put this goddamn thing. Okay, all right. Uh, my dad taught me to own your mistakes, and uh, so I made one. Um, the Guns N' Roses, the band, yeah, they do songs off of Chinese democracy. Oh, they do? Yeah, at least two, and Slash has learned them, and so... Uh, I would think I, you'd want to bypass that. I would, well, I want to correct my mistake. Okay. Okay. And also, I... think pressure to me correct his mistakes. Yeah. Well, he looked like Little Lee walking in some lower. I talked like I was, like I know what I was talking about, and I just was wrong. It looked like a little, a little Lee walking in his no, you guys aren't getting floor suits. <laughs> We've blown our shot at velour suits. You're out. Yeah, I think that's right. Thank you. There you go, yeah. We're going to rue the day that's that we really made fun of. Yeah. Everybody's going to be cool and trendy. You guys are going to be sitting on the sidelines. Cold. And short. Wearing, wearing scratchy yeah. flannel. We should, have, we should never have piped up. Right? Stupid scratchy Ewok comment. Flannels. Uh, do they make velour three-piece suits? <laughs> See, that, we'll, we'll work on that. Now. I'm sure they do. Yeah, it's good. That's where my investment's going. <laughs> yeah, you do the suits. Oh, you know who'd wear a velour suit? Elton John. Yes, and he admits that his days of a prima donna type explosion still happen, despite having vowed long ago to keep his ego in check. The Rocket Man revealed to the Guardian, "I'm not proud of that stuff." He said, "No, nah, it makes me shudder. My behavior was so erratic and so unpredictable." And it's still in me to explode. <laughs> I can't hit it. It won't reboot fast enough. Oh, no. If it's on the instant replay, I can do it. Okay. Uh, so he said, it's still in me to explode at any moment. I've been uh, trying to work on that for a long time, and I've got a wonderful husband who knows how to get me out of that stuff. I think it's an artistic thing. Artists can be so self-destructive sometimes for no reason. I can have a day where everything in my whole life is going so well, and I get up and feel like the world's against me. Why? I don't know. Uh, Elton, who despite the decades of adoring fans and accolades, still battles personal issues that are ingrained from his childhood. He said the self-loathing 
not having any self-esteem. That all comes from when I was a kid. That's the way it was in the 50s. You got slapped around your face. You got a good hiding, he said. It was it was bloody good for you. Well, it wasn't good for me. Uh, it left me walking on eggshells. Uh, he added, he still considers himself a shy person at heart. He said, all my life, until I became sober, I was afraid of talking to anybody. Uh, they asked me when I went to treatment how I felt, and I said, I don't know. I don't feel anything. I came to defrost, as it were, and discover I did have feelings and that they went back a long time. And I think it stays with you for your whole life. I uh, said, if you have terrible feelings about, uh, I just have terrible feelings about myself. I feel bad about myself sometimes. Well, that's man, he so common. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And these are things you do as a, you know, self-examination as you get a little bit older. And, uh, you know, sometimes it, it can be good to go into that world and, and take a look at why you've done the things you've done or feel the way you feel over the years. It doesn't necessarily fix your problems. No. You know, but it's good to understand can, it. It can get you on a path to healing. But, um, yeah, he still deals with that. So It's amazing. Some deep stuff in music news today. Absolutely, yeah, man. man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's all I have for you. We can all settle back into a velour suit. Relax. <laughs> Some electric boots and a velour suit. Velour suit. I know. Really. He's got electric <laughs> boots. A, a velour, velour suit. Tracksuit. Just tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> you know already. This is why you got to stay with the whole oh, yeah. show yeah. all morning yeah. long. That yeah. conversation was at 6.30 this yeah. morning. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's take a break. I think we need one. I think we've earned one. When we return, we'll get the letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger is coming soon. Monday, November 1st at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. This difficult year has made it even harder for area families struggling with food insecurity. With the Camp Out Business Challenge, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to get involved and make a difference. Donate the most food and the Preston and Steve show will be headed to your place of business and do their show live for your employees. Prizes for the top three business challenge donations, including a live Pierre Robert broadcast from your business and a $20,000 advertising campaign on MMR for your company. It's great team building for your staff and goes a long way to accomplish the Fill Abundance mission. Drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Go to WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge with 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Oh, we need, uh, it's that Tuesday. We're going to need a winner. I just realized we're going to need that. And All Casey's right. coming in here. And uh, wow, wow. Yeah, I don't have that. No, you don't have that. Oh. They're working. Um, <laughs> there was something I was going to ask you. Um... Well, we'll get to it in a minute. Uh, there's a new Daily Rush video. And what is it? It is called the Peanut Butter Taste Test. Uh-huh. Can we tell the difference between Jeff, Peter Pan, and Skippy? That yeah. was uh, an eye-opener. Let's just put it that way. It was. It was fun, too. Yes. It was tasty as well. I do love peanut butter. Uh, you can't... You know what? I have a whole... Uh, we'll probably do Connoisseur tomorrow. All right. I have a whole rundown of uh, peanut butter and jelly... And is it, uh, it is it nutritious or not? And how does it stack up against other standard oh. lunch menu items? Right. All right, so we'll, we will find out then. Uh, it, for a while, was uh, a staple of my school lunch. They're good. Yeah. They're still good. I don't have PB&J that often, and I probably should, but I, I, do, I do have peanut butter on toast quite a bit. And yeah, toasting the bread? 
peanut butter and honey. Yeah, yeah. toasting the bread. Ah, you get that little cake. peanut butter melting. The mm-hmm. PB and H. Jay eats it every DVD for lunch. PB and J. And I'm like, you can't have peanut butter and jelly again today, but I want it. And I mean, so I, I put it in his lunch, but like I'll try other things and he'll come home and he'll be like, you didn't put peanut butter and jelly in there. Do you acquiesce or do you have to hardline it sometimes? Uh, you know what? So like, why don't you tell it to the back of my hand? No, like if Dennis makes his lunch, he just puts the peanut butter and jelly in. If uh. I do it, I will put something else in. And so he's like, he's he's lightening up a little bit. All right. He'll take what, it. Uh, what flavor jelly does he like? Uh, strawberry. No, strawberry. Strawberry. What, what's, what's the nutritious thing that you'll put in the lunch that he is, I mean, uh, that he was reticent to have? Um, he's pretty good. He's, he's good? He, he's always been a good eater. Right, he well, eats fruits go. and vegetables, so they'll go. They'll either be two fruit or a fruit and, right. a, and a vegetable, the peanut butter and jelly. And well, that's, then that's a blessing. A little snack. Can I just really quick read you, just so you guys know what I'm dealing with, because it, it it'll probably make you happy. <laughs> okay. So Jace uh, has a phone, um, and uh, we, you know, he just got a phone, and so he'll text me in the morning. How old is he? He is 10. Okay. Okay. Um, it's like an older phone. Yeah. It was, right. you know, it was free. It's whatever. a landline. You have to crank it. We use it like we take it and he plays, you know, he'll watch YouTube and like, oh, play okay. games or something. Whatever. It, 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 but he can text. Oh, he can text. He, he can can't text. call though. No, he, uh, he, no, he can. He, okay. can, he can call. He not, you know, only specific people. We have it set up. Right. So uh, anybody else who has a phone. <laughs> he sends me a message and he says, I, uh, he calls me. I said, I'm on the air. What's up? Uh, he said, what did you put this toilet paper in my bag for? I said, bring the toilet paper into school. It's for your Halloween party. When is the party? Friday. Just Take it in today, please, I said. Yeah. He goes, fine. I said, thank you. I said, He said, can I keep it in my bag until Friday? I said, no, please give it to the teacher today. He said, I'll put it in my locker. End of conversation. <laughs> end of, he wrote end of conversation? End of conversation. Damn, Ten. the balls you're, on that kid. You're, you're building the creature that it's will me. eventually destroy you. It's, it's yeah. me. Yeah. It is me. End the, of conversation. End of conversation probably comes out of my mouth. That's yeah. what, where did he and get that? That's what me. I was curious. Because uh, I'll tell him all the time. No, we're not talking about this end of conversation or we're That's not doing exactly this. Exactly where he got it from. Yeah. Right out of, so I can't be mad at him. You can say you don't get to say that. That's how <laughs> oh, I, I say that all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Jesus. Well, anyway, uh, if you would like to see the Daily Rush video, you can just uh, follow us on Instagram. We'll send it right to you. Sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com, by the way. Uh, It gets me every time. Letter of the day, I guess, Case. Okay. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter E, as in end of conversation. Oh, very good. And we have a... Revivalist Spirits gift basket, including Revivalist Botanical Jan Equinox Expression, Resurgent Young American Bourbon, Peachy Palmer Cocktail in a Bottle, a Peach Arnold Palmer made with Resurgent Bourbon, and a $25 gift card to the Brandywine Beach Bistro and Revivalist Spirits won the USA Today 2020 Top 10 Craft Gins in the Country Award, and Pennsylvania residents can have it safely delivered to your door. Go to RevivalistSpirits.com for details. ta Tuesday. Uh-huh. Let's get a winner. We want to congratulate Brett Schumann from Warminster. Brett gets $350 gift certificate to Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, and you can check them out. They're on South Street, uh, 1729 South Street to be more specific, or for artwork samples, you can visit floatingworldtattoo.com or check out them on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. 
Also, by Acme. Download the Acme app to see your all-new deals, rewards, and perks today. Visit acmemarkets.com for details. And also, Meineke for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow, Wednesday, Fox Good Day. We'll do that. And also, we have a gentleman named Steve Landis. He plays John Lennon in the stage show Rain. That's pretty cool. And he's local, right, Case? Yeah, All I right. believe, uh, yes, he's local. Excellent. All right, so we'll do that and more. That is it. We are done. Ray, John, and have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, it's good to have you on the map. From perfect presents to savoring the season, the holidays are happening at Lowe's Winterfest. Save on gifts for your favorite DIYer, like $80 off a DeWalt 2 Tool 20 Volt Max Brushless Drill Kit. Was $229, now $149. Or a Craftsman 6 Gallon Air Compressor. Was $129, now $99. Find it all at Lowe's, in-store or online. Home to any budget, home to any possibility. While supplies last, U.S. only, valid to 12A.